Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of April 9th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Phil's Record. Hey, what's, what's going, going on, man? Yeah. Continuing to play uh, Far Cry 5. Got a little deeper into that. I'm in, uh, what's the, uh, like, Southwest? Uh, the two guys I can't tell apart, because they're, like, identical. Yeah, yeah, there's the father, um, who is, like, the lead, who's the leader, and then there's um, his... I think it's his brother, John. Uh, brother John in the South West? Yes, yeah, John's in the South uh, West, and then in the North is Jacob, the other brother. Okay, yeah, brother Jacob. And then to the yep. East is uh, okay, yeah. Faith. So I'm, uh, I'm facing off of John. Has decided, I, I decided to go that way first since the game kind of is like, you should probably go that way first. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, uh, you know, I've just been kind of like, I'm trying to stick to like not really do, trying to do anything special, just... Sticking to the main story, um, <laughs> you know, trying to have some fun with that. So, um, yeah, I've been having a yeah, blast. There's... Like the uh, the randomness and like some of the things that'll happen are really cool. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I've definitely like really been enjoying that. Um, yeah, what were you gonna say? Yeah, it's. I mean, there's there's so much to do. Like we were, you were saying that you're trying to stick to the main story. I mean, there's a lot to do outside of the main story. Mm. Like. I'm doing stuff now. I like what was it last night? Um, I ran into a guy who just talks like Boomhauer from King of the Hill, yeah, uh, cool. and that was really oh, cool for me. Like I, I couldn't even understand what he wanted at first, mm-hmm. and then the mission was telling me to go do, you know, obviously what he wanted, and I was like, wait, but what? I, I don't understand. Like what? Like. <laughs> I had no idea what he actually wanted, so oh, it just it took like, me <laughs> yeah, okay. it took me a minute, and I, I went to the area that they the location that they wanted me to be in, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that worked out. Cool. Yeah, I've I've been uh, of course um, playing Far Cry as well. Um, I've been actually focusing a lot on my uh, focusing a lot on my on my stream. So, um, I, I don't know if that's really been helpful or anything, but, mm-hmm. uh, been having a lot of fun with it. So, you know, I've set my stream to, uh, I'm going to stream, um, like since I can kind of work at night, I just stream, you know, I can stream from like noon until I just put the cap at five. I usually mm-hmm. don't go that far. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'll stream for a bit and then, you know, see who I get because that works for the East coast. Uh, West Coast works for Europe because they're not in bed yet and it's not early morning or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I've kind of set my, you know, going from noon until then, um, kind of set my, uh, like, what games I'm going to be playing. Then basically going Far Cry to God of War to Detroit. And then I've just added Spider Man into that yep. um, in September. Um, so, you know, that that's cool. Um, that's basically what I've been doing. I haven't played much other than Far Cry. Um, actually been watching a lot of shows, getting caught up on Gotham. Um, mm-hmm. I actually really like the show Superstore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it's that. It's pretty good. Um, and uh, I, I just watched Legion today, the first episode of Season 2 of Legion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have no idea what the fuck's going on, but I like it. Um, That's funny. I mean, it's... It's cool. It has you know Aubrey Plaza, it's, you know Marvel based. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. It's good. Cool. 
<sighs> Think about going to see um, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Maybe tomorrow. I don't know. Have you okay. seen that? No, not yet. I'm I'm still wondering if I even want to see it. Right. Um. It, it's up in the air for me, but I don't know. I I still kind of have that like itch to want to go and see it. I, yeah. I've heard a lot of good. I've heard uh you know people kind of shit on it. They just didn't like the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just didn't like it the book or whatever so it kind of ruined it for him right like yeah i didn't like the book and i've heard that people that didn't read it thought it was really good Mm -hmm. and then like people that did read it thought that it needed to do more to you know match how good the book was so i'm like i don't really know where i'm at with this (laughs) right you know yeah yeah Uh, that's rough and that's why i'm like you know i i'm gonna go see it I think that's my... Just to, like, like check you know, it out pe- and just to see. Yeah, people can't make heads or tails of it, really. Um, mm. you know, p- people either like it or they hate it. So, I mean, that's... That that kind of calls to me. Like, oh, I can make an opinion on that and, you know, see yeah. what that's all about. So, mm-hmm. Cool. Anything else you've been up to? That's pretty much it. Not a lot. I mean, I've been trying to catch up on... Uh, uh, like, I tried to catch all of the, like, uh, Oscar-nominated movies... Mm-hmm. Um, so like yesterday we watched Lady Bird. That was pretty good. Um, caught the Florida project recently, Shape of Water I saw when it was in theaters. So, mm-hmm. uh, I've kind of been doing like a movie catch up. Yeah. I regret not seeing the Shape of Water when it was in theater. It's, I need to go. I need to see that. It's pretty good. Yeah. I have to say. Cool. Well, with, uh, all of the ceremonial stuff out of the way, why don't we jump right into... Uh, the game's releasing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. There's some uh, some halfway decent stuff coming out. Um, there's a couple more. I mean, like, we've kind of mentioned it before, where there's just, like, a ton of games coming out now that Steam is just, like, an open, like, cesspool of shit. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're going to kind of, like, start narrowing down. I mean, I can't imagine it was, like, good for anybody to just hear me complain about anime games every week. So uh, Well, it was good gonna... for me. I, I, I enjoyed it. We just got the kind of rant it. about creepy. Uh, what was that? I don't even remember the game, but that it's that always massive bad. lady in the window. Remember that massive character uh, model? Yeah, that was, that was like, like a uh, God. I can't remember specifically what it was, but it was that one where it was like fucking horrifying. Of, is what it was? Uh, it was like some kind of like shop management game or something like that. Yeah, so weird. Shit. Oh, but uh, yeah, so. I'm, I'm kind of over that. <laughs> so right, right. we're just going to pass over some of the stuff. And of course, like, kinda, like we always say, um, you know, let us know if there's something specific that um, you're into that you want us to call out. Like, let us know on Facebook, um, you know, send us a tweet, send us a uh, direct message on Twitter. Um, pretty yeah, much anywhere pretty- if you search like Mammoth Games Inc., you can find yeah us. you know if there's something that we miss we do that almost every we say that almost every week you know just mm-hmm. let us know we'll add it into the past week and we'll try to add stuff more like that into our rotation yeah. but as of right now it's kind of like what we find interesting what um you know our our circle of friends find interesting right um that's kind of what we gear it toward um but of course first before we jump into that 
Make sure you're following us over on Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. All that tough news video game stuff over there. You can see everything we talk about here over there first. We appreciate the likes, mm-hmm. comments, and shares. And then, of course, Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Like we mentioned. Um, you can know when we go live and do stuff just like this and other cool stuff. Um, you can see the whole epic moment that I uh, kind of showed off a little bit there. Um, Nips was saying he loved the video. Um, yeah, that's cool. Of uh, uh, what, we, what to do with... Uh, uh john yeah john seed mm-hmm. um so you know you can check that out as well actually recently uh had a um was talking with the the woman who voices uh just black yeah. on twitter that was pretty cool uh just kind of like thanks for playing you know i was on the hunt for her during one of my missions and she was just like i'm out there and you know we had just a kind of cool little back and forth so call mm-hmm. out to her um yeah, call it to Julie Nathanson for actually, you know, commenting and talking with, uh, with you know, the fans of the stuff that she does. So, you know. Yeah, it's totally cool. Right. But cool, let's go ahead and jump into this week's game. I'll let you go ahead and take the first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, there's a reason I'm going first here. Uh, Darkest Dungeon Ancestral Edition, which is a uh, physical release uh, copy, um, coming on April 10th to Switch and PS4. Um, so the ancestral edition is kind of, you know, what you would imagine of like a, um, you know, definitive edition or like game of the year edition or something like that. Um, since this is the first physical release, it just includes all of the, uh, DLC that's come out at this point. So, um, mm-hmm. there was a couple of like free DLCs. There was numerous, um, you know, this includes like the most patched up version or, uh, I guess whatever you, however you want to describe that. Um, but it also includes the, uh, what was it, the Crimson Orchestra or something like that? Um, yeah, I didn't I, I didn't keep up with all of the stuff that they did for this game. Just yeah. because it was one of those things. I, I, I was interested in it. I mean, it has that um, traditional, uh, like, it, it's kind of like like playing like a tabletop game. Yeah, but, it is in a lot of ways. Yeah, but it's... It has like it has Crimson a setting Court. that's oh Crimson Court yeah. yeah it has a very um like appealing setting for me that dark fantasy mm-hmm. um so I mean this I think for me I it's ideal for the, like on the Switch for me yeah I agree and it's it it's that style of um play that like you kind of are you know slowly crawling through but you're doing it a lot like forever. <laughs> So right. it's definitely something that's good for that, like, you know, more mobile platform. Um, definitely. So, it's, yeah, hey. I, I can definitely, like, I can very easily recommend, like, you need to play this game. Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, I, I look forward to grabbing this one up. I know as of right now, like I was saying, you know, I kind of have my timeline kind of broke down for you know, what I'm streaming. Um, and, uh, I, I know I have a pretty hefty amount of downtime after between Detroit and Spider-Man so far. Um, mm-hmm. I think super smash comes out in July. That might be something I throw into the rotation there, but, yeah. um, you know, I kind of planned on, you know, it's kind of that, what do they call it? The summer drought. Um, yeah. I mean, that's not really a thing anymore. There's so much backlog stuff that I got that I want to get through. Um, and stuff like that. So, I mean, this could be a good one to throw mm-hmm. into the old backlog. 
Yeah, for sure. I think so. Um, cool. Yeah, and then also uh, coming out, this is kind of weird that we just kind of stumbled upon this. What was that, like a couple weeks ago, last week? Oh, um, uh, yeah. Extinction, so. the like giant orc game that's kind of like, uh, you know, in the style of uh, Attack on Titan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is coming out also April 10th on uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One from Maximum Games and uh, published by Iron Galaxy, which is kind of... Isn't Iron Galaxy known for, like, uh, strategy games? Uh, I can't um, remember, super remember, but... Um, I think so. I, I, I think they're actually pretty close to... Yeah, they're here. Uh, they're I mean, they're based out of Orlando. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit, that's pretty cool. So I, I know I've applied to them a few times, so it's it's kind of cool to see yeah. their name on, on some stuff. Um, um, they're kind of a finishing studio. They do a lot of... Oh, yeah? Like finishing stuff, um, like they worked on season three of like Killer Instinct. They've worked on um, uh, mm. Seven Days to Die. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. I think the mobile game that was at uh, Arkham Underworld, Batman Arkham Underworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Good studio. So, um, you know, we kind of looked at this before, and we saw a little bit of. Uh, I think we just watched this trailer. I think. Um, yeah. Remember, we were just but, like, uh, wait, what's this? Yeah, so it seems pretty cool. I mean, there's there's definitely like smaller scale combat when you're fighting like regular sized orcs on the ground, um, mm-hmm. but then you you're gonna have these like massive boss uh, enemies show up and you know have to change yeah, up your style of gameplay. So yeah, very Attack on Titan style, but they're huge orcs that have you know orc style armor, like crazy right. helmet, shoulder pads. Very cool. Um, in in the video we just saw this dude. Uh, lop one of their heads off, Pop and it looks like they have a boy. they have a wide variety of orcs as well. Um, mm-hmm. Different, a lot of different skin tone, armor types, weapon types. Um, yeah, that's it, it's kind of crazy that this one. Um, it, it it reminds me of a B game, like a game that you wouldn't like. Yeah, it wouldn't be intentionally like pick on up your head, on in your in your head. You know, it's like. But, this could be a massive success. It could be one of those games for people that like, um, like kind of like a, a silent hit. Not like a, like a, it, like it's a it's not like a hit game that sells out, mm-hmm. but it's a hit game for you personally. It's something that you could play, and I think you know the, there could definitely be those people that are like, "Holy shit! I've never even heard of this game. Came out of left field. Expectations are not there, but mm-hmm. it just killed it for me." Yeah, so. I agree. Like, this is something, and we kind of talk about this. Um, we've definitely talked about it in the past, where it's like, um, you know, when it used to be like when you were a kid, you would just kind of stumble across a game because it was like, well, this is what I can get. So like, right? Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that like old like oh, talking about uh, a game with your friend, and you're like, oh, I've never heard of that, and then right. you know, you you happen to you know they have like a magazine, and they're like, look at this you know image from the game, and you're like, oh shit, uh-huh. and it, you know that's kind of how you that's kind of how you got it before. I feel like this game's a lot like that too. I agree. Yeah. So um, you know this this could definitely be something to check out. You know if if there's like an extant like rental service, maybe this could be something to check out there. I'm not. I haven't heard that there's going to be, like, a demo or anything, which I think they should probably do, because I don't know how many sales they're going to get without it. Right. Um, I agree. 
but yeah, I mean, if you can stumble across this game, I'm not sure what the price is or anything on it. So there, you might be able to get it at a, um, you know, a really good, a really good price. So if you can do that, I'd say do it. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on um, on humble as well, since we're not doing anything humble this week. And if this thing pops up there, I mean, I can see this being a game that like ends up on one of the, um, on one of the bundles or just heavily discounted in the store. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one. Cool. Uh, and then it looks like the last game uh, releasing uh, for April 10th. Uh, oh, yeah. It's um, <laughs> good times. Uh, Rick and Morty's Virtual Rickality Collector's Edition for PS4 uh, mm-hmm. from Adult Swim Games, of course, and uh, Owl Camille Labs. Um, Funny. Yeah. This game actually did quite well um, from what I what I saw. People were kind of like, like they, like it didn't just come out on, you know, like I expected it to just come out on like one VR system and then that to be mm-hmm. it. I yeah. mean, here we are. It's coming to the PS4. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. And it has the Rick and Morty humor. I mean, it's going to grab that whole audience. Um, I think it'll grab those guys pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks it, it looks good. But we've talked about this, I think, once or twice before, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's a release. yeah. There was an original release. Um, this is like, I don't know if it's just like a good like physical edition or if it's including yeah. some bonus content. But uh, I don't again, expect bonus content, but I do expect it to just be the the standard game. But like, they're reaching those audience, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they're like obviously it did well enough for them to go. Okay, let's put it on PS4. Right. So, so I mean, um, Rick and Morty is huge right now. Uh, I mean, still, which I, I thought it was gonna be like mm-hmm. after they did the last season, I thought it was gonna be like one of those things where it really slowed down. People stopped kind of talking about it, but no, I mean, I hear about it pretty often. So mm-hmm. yeah, same good stuff. Um, so. Yeah, that's the stuff that's coming out. Um, you know, a couple cool, like, physical collector's editions and uh, kind of a, you know, possibly a sleeper hit. We'll have to see how it goes. Um, and, of course, as always, I'm sure we missed uh, probably a whole, like, cavalcade, like, 30 games that came out or something. Right. So, um, you know, let us know if there's anything specific <clears throat> that you want more content on. Uh, Grim, write in and let, it, let, let us know if you want me to continue talking shit about anime games. I can do that. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> Actually, Grim said he's gonna have to catch this tomorrow, but he, he like he'll hear it, and as soon as he hears that, he'll be like, "Oh, it'll come." Yeah, back. yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it always comes back. Uh, so, I'm sure uh, there'll be more anime games for me to make fun of in the future. Right. So with this Rick and Morty <laughs> thing, um, we had uh, Nips over in the chat asking if anyone had seen the Borderlands shirt with Brick and Mordecai. Mm. Uh, it, I looked it up. Um, and it's right here, brick and Morty. Very good. It's it's good. <laughs> it's it's brick and Mordecai and that. Yeah, uh, that's funny. You know, I always wonder like style. it's pretty funny. How is the how is it legal to do those crossovers? But it's probably just like a micro store that makes almost no money on it. Yeah. Oh, I, and as well, like parody. They're kind of just mixing stuff. So that, yeah, I guess that's under, true. Parody one. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's pretty good cool. Point. That's a cool shirt. Good call out. For sure. Cool. 
<clears throat> yeah, and like he said, as always, there's stuff we missed. Well, you know, um, just let us know over on Twitter at Man's Game Team. So mm-hmm. I'm happy to let you know news. that the reason we missed it is because it sucks and you have a bad opinion. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you sound like every instructor when I went to art school. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Everything you love sucks dick. Now shut up. Now let me tell okay. you why Wally's better than you thought. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got a couple freebies that are basically just applying for, uh, you know, our people listening live. Um, you may have already heard right. about a couple of these, and especially, like, it was one of my more, uh, you know, commented on posts on my own, like, personal Facebook page, not on the uh, Mammoth Games Facebook page. Um, so we got Crusader Kings 2 is free on Steam right now, and it's yep. continuing through the end of the day Saturday, uh, I guess that would be the 7th. Um, so... There's also uh, all of the DLC is on sale to some portion. So, uh, you know, if you are if you already have the game, you can still get uh, a discount on some of the DLC you don't have yet. And there's like a billion DLC items for there's this. There's a lot of DLC a items. Lot. Yeah. There's like seven or eight major like expansion packs. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, five or six thing that would be like a cosmetic upgrade pack. And then there's like a hundred tiny like $1 upgrades. So... So just for the people, just for the people who are like, I'm gonna go grab that because it's free. I have no idea what it is. What right? What, like, what kind of game is it specifically? Um, it is uh, actually, you know what? I should have attached uh, probably video for this, huh? It's it's tough. It, I mean, it's a uh, well. I think we've seen it before. Yeah, we have. So um, it's you know. part of that grand strategy that um, like Paradox has uh, Paradox Games has kind of made this whole like niche strategy game market. Which is uh, between Crusader Kings, uh, Hearts of Iron, which is World War II, uh, and Europa Universalis, which is leading up. It, it's like uh, Napoleonic up to World War One. So um, between these games, like uh, basically, you take control of a lord or of some other like noble um, during the, you know the time of medieval Europe. Around the time of the Crusades, it turns out. <laughs> and uh, right. you're kind of, like, controlling, like, from very high level um, how you run, like, your provinces. Uh, and then, of course, you can eventually, like, expand out and start taking things over. But you're going to have, like, um, you know, each character has stats. And you're managing, you have to, like, appoint all of your um, assistants, sort of. So you have, like... The master of the hunt, the, you know, the steward, the spy master, like, uh, you're going to have to have somebody in control of each different, like, territory under your own control, and mm-hmm. they all owe fealty to you. And then, of course, uh, a big part of the game is, like, managing your, um, your, like, genealogical line. So, you start the game as, you know, Lord Dickface the Wise. And, okay, cool. Yeah, um, that's the name I was going to go with anyway. with his brother. Dick face the dick face. Uh, their younger brother, Dick Butt. <laughs> dick which butt. is where it come from. Damn, that's, that's where that came from. Yeah, ye old Dick Butt. This is the first. Yeah, dick it butt. used to be ye old powdered wig Dick Butt. Yeah, is well, what it used to be. You know, the powdered wig if it's on the end of the dick actually is a really good image. I like that a lot. But uh, or if so it's just like... partying the butt. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you're going to, like, try to arrange... If your character's not already married, you're going to try to arrange a good marriage. So, like, you'll go marry the Princess of Norway. That's classic. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, you'll, like... 
uh, a big part of this game is like securing the like your empire for your heir to take over so typically um you know your oldest son for the, the majority of the game is going to be the one who gets it but you could be um you know you could be assassinated by your younger brother who becomes your heir because your son is not old enough to be an heir yet and then you have to play as the dude that just assassinated you that's always fun um that's you fun, know it's, yeah. it's like you might like your oldest son is like a dipshit and you just no matter what you do you can't make him smart or like good like he just like <laughs> tortures people for no reason so you're like fuck this guy yeah and, uh you have to like bust your ass to like try to get the your titles taken away from your oldest son and given to your second son or whoever or you know you arrange a marriage and it turns out your wife has this uh older brother who he thinks that he should be the one to take over your kingdom after you die so he like starts a rebellion uh it's i mean this game is really like a it's kind of like a bullshit simulator yeah um, it kind of like just the sound of it reminds me of uh kind of like like ogre battle mixed with hmm. like like civ but it has kind of, more yeah. of a more of a lean on um the house and the family mm-hmm. yeah that's, so definitely I, I, true. that's interesting um yeah it's it's i mean it's a really great game like i really enjoyed uh my time with it so mm-hmm. far um I, I didn't play it too much and i'm not like a huge fan um it, i'm kind of like i'm in the crowd of i'm over here waiting for the next like i'm waiting for crusader kings 3 so like right oh well I this one's to, back from 2012 it's you know it's uh, been a little bit yeah it's a, it's pretty dated and, and like you it definitely feels dated um so you know it's i'm, I'm kind of at the point where i'm like you know i don't need it right now i can wait for a while like this isn't huge on my priorities i have a lot of other games going on and this is definitely something that you you dedicate a lot of time yeah um so you know it's something that i don't really want to like dive in on just now but it is something that you know even with that being said i'm really excited to get more of it in the future and like do more later on yeah and grabbing the base game for free you know that's good um I mean, there's a ton of add-ons that you can pick up. Um, Man. Yeah, some of the bundles are super expensive, but you can get some of the content. Mm -hmm. Like, you can pick and choose a little bit. Like, oh, I want to try this out. So you're not, like, overblown by, like, all of A bunch of, like, wild bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of ease your way into it, which is seems pretty good. Um, It's a really good intro. I mean, uh, you can't really ask for more, like, like, a better start of just, like, getting the core game check it out add expansions sort of as you see fit yeah um right right yeah it's really good i mean i'm i'm i've been like espousing this to everybody and i'm you know i'm even saying like i'm not even necessarily into this like i don't even really want to play the game too much i'm just like trying to let everybody know about it because it's a great opportunity yeah, and I mean, the, and the game's not bad if you're really into that like right. deep that's strategy stuff. So, um, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a uh, yeah, I think that's pretty good. And yeah, then, of definitely. course, we had um, the other one in there, this War of Mine. That's only going to be free until what was that Sunday? You mm-hmm. said, um, yeah, April that's going 8th. through Sunday. Uh, the 8th. Yeah, so so that one's not like like you pick it up and it's free forever. It's only free until Sunday. So right. if it's something you want to plow through. Um, I don't know how many hours you can put into that, to be honest. Uh, a lot. Um, <laughs> really? It's one of those where, like, each time you, 
Um, uh, like, each time you beat... Uh, so your first setup is with three particular characters. Mm-hmm. And then once you've played once, you unlock a setup with four different... Or, like, you know, one or two of them are the same, but then there's two different characters that have their own backstory and their own behaviors and stats. And oh, okay, okay. And then when you beat the game with somebody, you unlock another one. And then when you, wow. you know, X, Y, Z. So, um... Yeah. I, I assumed it was... I assumed it was much, uh... Much more linear than that. Like, with the, the characters, like, okay, I beat it, and then now, you know, that's kind of... You know, it's kind of like when you beat, like, a Telltale game. It's like, oh, well. Mm-hmm. We're kind of we're kind of done here. Like, I guess I can go back and choose a different option, but there's nothing really in it for me. Yeah. So, okay, I know um, what's... You know, I know what's going to happen, so... It's, it's, uh, well, it plays out in different, I mean, you start in different locations. Um, the game plays out differently. It's, it's not super replayable, but it's more than, um, you know, it's definitely more than like a Telltale game is, I think. Cool. Yeah. I mean, could be a good weekend game to just check out if you don't really have anything on your, uh, if you don't have anything on your, uh, like anything to play. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, going back to mentioning Dick Butt, Nips just reminded me that there's a character in Far Cry 5 that literally has Dick Butt on his shirt, but it's an alien version. Very nice. Nice. I was like, is that Dick Butt? That's Dick Hell Butt. Yes, it is. What the hell's he doing here? Come on, baby. Who else is going to be? Who else is it going to be? Cool. That's it for the freebies and all of that. So let's go ahead and jump into the weekly news, the big things that happened this week. Yeah. Um... First up, probably uh, one of the two biggest title or two biggest stories this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we finally got a uh, another look at Spider-Man, a release date, a cover for Game Informer, a ton of stuff from Game Informer, and details on all the editions that you can buy. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good. Uh, I, I was I was pleasantly surprised, and then immediately went and pre-ordered. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm super amped for this game. Almost more so than any other game that's coming out uh, mm-hmm. in between now and then. So, I mean, and we got God of War in Detroit, which I am excited for. But, I don't know, something about this one just kind of, like, blows me away. Okay. Um, I think it's that probably nostalgia from 2 and, like, Ultimate and, you know, wanting to do that and then seeing how this game reacts when you're mm-hmm. doing stuff. Um, yeah, it just kind of, like, hits that... Uh, you know, hits that mark perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can grab the game. Uh, it's launching on a Friday, which, you know, we're seeing that a little more here and there. Uh, September 7th. Um, with that, they've shown off the box art, which is just generally, you know, Spider-Man swinging in, like, an iconic pose. Um, yeah. And uh, you can pick up the standard game, of course, for uh, 59.99. Um, but if you'd like a bigger edition, they got a dis- digital deluxe edition for uh, $79.99. It includes, of course, the copy of the game, post-DLC launch stuff, um, or post-DLC, or post-launch DLC. There it is, I got it out. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, third uh, time's a, the a section. Yeah, third time is the charm. <laughs> um, speaking of three, it's this DLC is cut, I believe, into thirds, um, and it's called The City That Never Sleeps, mm-hmm. um, introducing new characters, villains, uh, Spider-Man suits, if, you know, and more, um, as well with a yeah, as well with a, a mail-in like a little mail-in thing. You can actually get a limited edition collectible pin of Spider-Man as well if you're into those mm-hmm. materialistic 
things. Um, and then, of course, the big, big edition, the collector's edition, uh, $149.99. Um, I was checking it out through Best Buy. You can get it for about $25 off that if you uh-huh. have the Gamer Club card. So the Gamer Club card, basically, buying this and the Gamer Club card, it pays for it like automatically. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you know, it's like thirty bucks for the gamer card, so you're paying like an extra five bucks, um, cool. and you get that for two years. So, um, but the collector's edition comes with all of the content from the digital deluxe, as well as a steel book case, um, a mini art book from Titan Books, uh, the big statue that just has Spider-Man perched on top of something that they're not showing off yet. Uh, the statue is hmm. done by Gentle Giants. Um, Interesting. As well, you'll get um, like sticker, all the stuff that we mentioned before, and then just for pre-ordering, uh, I think you get three outfits. One of them is a punk outfit. They're showing off the other two um, over the summer, and then um, some gadgets, a PSN avatar, a theme, um, and some like perk points for in-game. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of stuff. You can check all that out over on. Um, uh, Game you can check it out on Game Informer. They have a uh, have a website that just has all of the Spider-Man stuff since they're getting like exclusive, like the cover reveal. You can check out all of the um, chats with the devs and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I really like their coverage. It's uh, it's been good. Okay. What are you are you uh, interested in that one at all? I'm definitely interested. Like, I mean, we've talked about this in the past too. Uh, we actually had like a whole spider-man game themed episode um yeah in the distant past when we were trying to do themed episodes <laughs> right uh but uh you know i've really enjoyed i think it was spider-man 2 mm-hmm. um on the ps2 is the yeah. like iconic one that everybody knows about um so it was like i wasn't super into the like the game part of it but i was really into just like dicking around <laughs> yeah yeah, I think uh, that was everyone's that the big way thing. It always is? <laughs> yeah, it's well, yeah. So, uh, but I mean, it man, they've really. I feel like they've really done it up for this one. Just mm-hmm. the, some of the transitions that we've seen, um, of like him, like as you're swinging and you're running along the side of a building because you're too close to a building and you want to turn yeah. the corner, he'll snap his web to the cor- top corner of that building and swing around the corner really fast. It just yeah, well, it feels so um, fluid. Yeah, something I was going to say about that too was like, I, I like I, as I said, I wasn't really super into the first, uh, like the the actual, um, I guess like the story of the gameplay. Like I was into the gameplay, but I wasn't really into the story of like the other Spider-Man games. This one looks like the one that I'm going to be into the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like they're really holding back on the like. The characters and the villains, they've showed off, um, mm-hmm. like, one villain, uh, like, like they've fully shown him off. But there's, you know, there, there's a reason that they're showing off the statue, and they're only showing the top bit. Yeah. Um, What's missed? There's, like, there's is definitely there someone... something special going yeah. on there. Right. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it, and... I found this it, just another little piece that I couldn't find anyone really talking about, but mm-hmm. it does have the Game Informer logo as well. It has a, um, it has a, I think an Insomniac logo, but okay, just this little piece of 
Oh, it says alpha footage of how Spider-Man fast travels. He swings, mm-hmm. hits the ground, and he runs into the subway. And then the load screen is like people on the subway fucking coughing and, uh, you know, just really normal nice. subway grossness. And he's just playing on his phone. Like, nobody's like, oh my god, that's Spider-Man. He's just like standing there. Yes. Um, and that signifies a few things. Um, one of the big things we've already heard a few people talk about is this Spider-Man, you're not going to be jumping into the game and learning how to use your powers. Mm-hmm. This Spider-Man's been Spider-Man for almost a decade now. Right, right. So that's really cool. Um, and that's something that we talked about in the past, too, where it's like, you know, I, I, we and I think everybody on Earth is over, like, seeing that same origin story over and over and over and over again. Right. It's like, okay, we, like, get it at this point. Like, I understand what's going on. So I don't need to, like see like oh my god i can shoot webs out of my dick <laughs> so like it's really cool that we know come on they're jumping like. into i mean they did it with the uh movie and they're continuing to do it here where mm-hmm. it's like we are getting into um you know uh, like this is a spider-man who is like a different character than you know of because he's been doing this for his whole life pretty much right right so that's really cool yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I hope this uh, partnership between Insomniac and Marvel continues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just because true. these guys are, like, Insomniac, it, first and foremost, they're fans of Spider-Man mm-hmm. and the Marvel Universe. So it's kind of cool that, helps. that they're... Yeah, it really helps it because they, they they want to see they want to see him do cool shit. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, well, he's, you know, Spider-Man. You know, I've known him, you know, I've seen him, like, my whole life. It's like, no, it's kind of like, they kind of get the idea. Like, they're, they're carrying the torch mm-hmm. for the character. And it's super important. So, and he's very iconic. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's make or break. And I think just what, with what we've already seen, the only thing that could break it is that for some reason, all of the cool shit that we've seen him be able to do, he it's can't all do. in cutscenes or something? Right, right. That's yeah. the only thing that could really destroy it. And Seems uh, unlikely. Seems very unlikely. So, uh, yeah, Possibly, September 7th. But unlikely. Yep. September 7th, you'll be able to see that one um, on my personal stream. Uh, I'll also link it over here since, um, mm-hmm. you know, MGI kind of streams everyone who yeah. streams anything uh, under the MGI umbrella. So, cool. Keep on uh, keep on going. I think the next one's one that you added, yeah? Yeah. Um, so... Well, I don't know why I added it. <laughs> uh, this is like, every once in a while we uh, will like pass stuff between each other that's like, okay, you added this because you're like, this is something you're into and I'm, I don't really know as much about it. This is one where it's like, well, this is news. Uh, so in Ghost Recon Wildlands, we were kind of talking about before the show too, like neither one of us really got pulled in by Wildlands and I'm not really sure how it's like sustaining. I, it's got a big market of players. Uh, right, yeah. A lot of people it, do really like it. It ain't me. And I don't and and I don't hate it to be to be fair. Yeah. Like it's something yeah. that I would pick up on a sale and play with some people. But mm-hmm. only know. under that exact circumstance, <laughs> right? Like it has to be a sale. I don't uh, think it would be something that I would get myself. Yeah, but um, yeah, same. Definitely same thing for me. I would have to get like a, a dedicated core of like two or three people that wanted to just play all the time. But uh. You know, if you're a fan of the kind of Ghost Recon, you know, Tom Clancy uh, universe, uh, mm-hmm. Sam Fisher is going to be 
making an appearance, or at least all of his gear. Yeah, I'm not sure if it will be him. I feel like it'll be more like his gear. <laughs> like, cool, now you can dress as, you know, Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell. Right. Which is really cool. Splinter Cell was a great game. Um, yeah. You know, I, I was a big fan of uh, some of the Splinter Cell games, just because mm-hmm. of its, like, multiplayer aspects. You know, you could sit down with a friend and, you know, check it all out. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, it looks like April 9th there's going to be more info over on uh, ghostrecon.com. Um, you can probably check it out almost anywhere. Uh, to be fair, we'll probably run something about it. Um, yeah. I don't know. If, 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 if we happen to see it, I'll definitely run something about it. Um, but uh, yeah, Nip says it's because of the community challenges, really. Huh. Okay. On why it's really sustaining. I know they've done some cool community challenge like Predator and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I don't know. For me, it's not enough to make me go like, yeah, I need that. But right. it, it, it's cool. Um, I think uh, I, I don't know where man, they're really supporting this game. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Division didn't even get this much support. It, they got a decent amount of support, but um, they were done you know, pretty soon after, not soon after the game released, but it was um, a little bit after the game released and they're already Toxic 2, which I'm interested in mainly because I'm a big fan of their engine, the snow, uh, Snowdrop engine. Yeah. Super good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and in... I, I, is this sad news? I'm not sure how this falls. Uh, classic, classic self-owned news. news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lawbreakers is getting iced. As we wrote here in yeah. the <laughs> in the uh, in our little like markup, um, Boss Key Productions, of course, with uh, Cliff Lazinski, um, they are basically pulling the plug on Lawbreakers. Um, mm-hmm. I guess pulling the plug without pulling the plug. I, I don't understand what they're trying to say by saying that uh, you know we're not going to give up on support, but we have no future. I you know, we we have no plans of future support. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's really, it was, I mean, say. like, the way they worded it was odd. Like, they're going to keep the servers up is basically what I'm able to gather. But it's like, that's it. Like, there, there's no future updates planned. They're not planning on having any, like, events or anything in the near future. So, right. you know, so, it, I mean, for all the, intents this, and purposes, it's not supported. Yeah, and then, you know, in the end, when something like that happens, the community is just going to drop off anyway and then once it gets to a certain point it's going to be done anyway mm-hmm. i mean there's no way you can it can survive so um man it was it, it was a good idea the game was fun to play fair enough it uh-huh. wasn't I, I didn't hate it um but it felt just like all the other games of, of its kind with a few like fresh things you know like oh i can uh, like defy gravity, you know, you can jump and just kind of like moon gravity or, uh, you know, whatever. But uh-huh. it, I mean, they, they had some interesting characters. Like the one character had like a whip that she could like snap around corners. Like she's flying really fast forward in zero G and she snaps her whip to a corner and Spider-Man's around a corner really fast for a kill. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff's cool. And you're not going to get that in Overwatch or, you know, any of the competitors. So, um, they had some great ideas, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. I don't think marketing was quite there, um, and 
Cliff was really like overzealous with this, I think. Yes. So that's definitely true. Yeah, I mean, th- th- this is him trying to make a game just fully himself, and I look for his next game to not be done fully himself. He'll get, um, uh, like a producer involved. So yeah, I think I think that'll be good too. That'll help with, of course, marketing, which is the biggest thing that was lacking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. So, uh, kind of, you know iffy news on that I, a lot of the like um overwatchy type clone like arena hero shooter games have all mm-hmm. kind of like fallen by the wayside the ones that didn't have anything original that they were adding right um <clears throat> we had uh paragons completely dead right paragons done yeah. yeah and that was a that was the hybrid that was the one that was bridging the middle ground a little um, bit moba a little bit uh hero shooter yeah yeah, it's it's a hero shooter that leans more to MOBA than hero shooter. So I think that was mm-hmm. a good segue. And there were a lot of people still playing that. A shocking like, number of people. To be shocking number. Yeah. Um, well, you know more than two. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know there were some guys that like there are some like communities that I'm a part of, and they're like, you know, we did what was it? Um, you know, what was the game you put the most hours into last year? And mm. there were a lot of people that were like, "Yep, Paragon, Paragon." <laughs> Um, that's crazy. I was like, wow. There's a surprising number. So, huh. Cool. Um, as uh, well. Yeah, go ahead. You can go yep, ahead. I'm happy about this one. Some good news. A uh, little late, and I actually kind of... Um, you know, I was talking to some people about this. Um, Middle Earth Shadows of War is uh, removing all microtransactions. Um, it's kind of like, uh, you're a little late. To me, this really feels like a way for them to go, okay, we can get rid of that little stain on the name. Yeah. As like well. A as little well, thing that was taking some points away. Right. As well, it also gets our name in, like, the tabloids again. You know? Yeah. It's like, oh, come and buy our game again. Or, you know, if you didn't get it the first time, we don't have any microtransactions. So it's getting the people who didn't care about microtransactions. And now possibly grabbing some of those people if they market it and put it on sale, you know, correctly. Like, yeah. the people who had no interest in it because of microtransactions. Mm-hmm. It's a good strategy. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I can't really speak for the game. It's, I know... It's just really um, odd. Like, it seems like they... Uh, hmm. Like, if you were going to do this, like, they clearly weren't making bank on... The, like, microtransactions, like loot boxes. Mm-hmm. So, why even have added it in mean, the first place, I guess? I would be really interested to see the numbers that they made off of that. Mm, yeah, for sure. I, I, I think I that would that would be just critically low. For them to... Yeah. Like, if, that, if the case wasn't, you know, like what I stated before of, like, oh, this is a good way to market. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that means that they looked at it and they were genuinely, like oh shit, we're spending a lot more money on doing, you know, building this than we're making, so let's just cut our losses here. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's, know. I mean, it, it, it I really it should be, be um, you know, hey, we looked into it and we think that, you know, we want to kind of like turn around and get this back in front of people who maybe have forgotten about it and let's see what we can do. It has to be that. 
Yeah, it has to uh, be just like let's see what word of mouth we can get. Game Informer, they they have their little R take at the bottom. This is absolutely a good thing, but the long delay since release makes me wonder if DLC isn't ser- selling very well, or if they're preparing to announce a game of the year edition later this year. Mm-hmm. Which is all possible. Yeah, like get that shit out of there before a game of the year edition. Yeah, um, yeah that makes sense. Comes out. It's a good idea. All right, um, and next, something we talked about quite a bit, um, mm-hmm. Harry Potter and the Hogwarts Mystery Game for uh, iOS and Android is releasing uh, April 25th, so pretty damn soon, and I'm super, like, again, I think we've said this probably twice or three times now, I'm just mm-hmm. in awe about this game being a mobile game. Yeah. Like, just looking at what we're seeing right here, like if we get the game and it, you know, I was really hoping really you were going to say in awe at the size of this lab, <laughs> but you know, can't win every time. Can't win every time, but yeah, I mean, like we've mentioned before, you get to pick your house, you get to report to your headmaster, um, basically create your own character to make decisions and do things around Hogwarts, um, all set before uh, Harry Potter and the whole Harry Potter Voldemort book fiasco uh mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about that you can kind of just do your thing with your own you know problems and find your own thing so um interesting very interesting game uh go look it up you can yeah. get on a uh uh like a pre-register list so when it does come out um, you can get a reminder but yeah harry potter hogwarts mystery kind of cool yeah man um continuing off of that uh, some more cool stuff and also looks amazing coming. Uh, Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Um, basically a full remaster. Um, or I guess would we say, a, what's the other term they've been using? Re- rebuild? Remake? Um, I mean, the graphics are a complete overhaul. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Uh, they've rebuilt this one from the ground up for sure. Um, right. Characters, the world. Um, looks vibrant. It's it, you know it, It's ready for you know us to get you know get back into that game and um it's really cool that they're doing spyro i he's been gone for a long time mm-hmm. um, it's kind of funny didn't we have like it sounded like it was going to happen and then all of a sudden it sounded like it wasn't going to happen well it was i think it was like i think it was ready to get like someone had got the information and then they had leaked it mm-hmm. and then these guys just fully stopped talking about it to make us forget okay and then as soon as we had forgot it was just like just a couple days ago they're like surprise motherfucker Mm -hmm. um which which is a good way to go you get the first three games just like uh in the insane trilogy for crash Mm -hmm. um yeah this is cool i would really like to see something new from him that's not skylanders because that was not really good (laughs) yeah pretty poor yeah. Um. And you know these games definitely. Uh, these games definitely kind of like were really big for some people's childhood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool that it's coming back. Um. It's you know I, I like I never got super into the Spyro games just because timing like I didn't have a um you know PS one so like that hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, wait. It says, while waiting uh, for the game to release, anyone who bought the Insane Trilogy 
uh, can whip their appetite uh-huh. by launching the remaster and entering the code uh, up, up, down, down, uh, left, mm-hmm. right, left, right, square at the Crash Bandicoot 3 title screen. Of course, the trailer is also on YouTube, and you can watch that below, um, which is the trailer we've been watching the live stream. So you can actually watch this. They actually just straight mm-hmm. up put this in the game. Yeah. How did anyone pick up in that, on that? <laughs> I, I don't know that it's, anybody ever it's tried. A, it's amazing. Like, no, I mean, it's usually like like uh, like data miners come in and, you know, immediately they find stuff. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, it looks great, though. Um, yeah, for sure. This, I think this would be probably the second biggest... Um, second biggest... Uh, like article this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of like thumbing through the the pictures here, so live stream can see some of the people. I, I just yeah. I, it's always been really funny to me that um, like Spyro will shoot fire at something and it'll just be literally like three sheep stacked on top of each other or mm-hmm. like a sheep on stilts. It's just that's that, good. I like that. That's one. that's comedy. That's comedy gold, baby. Oh, is that the uh, Nip just said? Um... Yeah. Oh, he said that sounds like the old demo code for the original Crash game to be played on the Spyro demo. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. I'm have to check that out and get back to whether that's just like a a trailer or if they. I don't know. We'll check it out. Yeah. All right, moving right along. Um, so yeah, it's this is definitely a game that I really appreciated. From uh, was this last year or the year before? I think it was early last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it would have had to been the year before. Really, I thought it was like February of last year. Uh, it had to be. I, I think it was. Um, I think it had to be 2016. Yep, September. Yeah. So um, coming out again, Firewatch. From Campo Santo, which is uh, a lot of the guys behind um, Idle Thumbs, uh, if you've been following that podcast. Um, so it's uh, it was a really good kind of narrative experience. Um, you kind of like you're a park ranger uh, in a you know a Firewatch uh, Outlook post. So uh, that's it's definitely got um, a really interesting like start, and then it just goes on to be um, a really cool like there's kind of a mystery. Um, it's it would uh, be described as like a walking sim where yeah, you know, you, you there's a little just, bit more action than sometimes, but not much. Right, you kind of just wander around, look, you know, gather clues on what's going on. I have no idea what's going on in this actually. I never I never picked this one up. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a really good one to get. So the switch again could be perfect for yeah. it. Yeah. Go so out into really the woods cool. and start playing your uh, uh, you know firefighter game. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah. yeah. We don't, so we don't have a, like a solid date on that yet. Um, we're still you know trying to figure out um, you know what the exact date is going to be on that but uh we do actually have another game coming to switch which i'm really excited to uh finally get my hands on um battle chasers night war is coming to switch on may 15th 
Uh, that's mm -hmm. something that I had, you know, helped kickstart. And when they said, you know, hey, we're going to be, um, you know, coming out to, uh, you know, Switch as well. It's going to be sometime in the future. We still kind of have to figure it out. But, you know, Nintendo's willing to work with us on this. And I was like, hell yeah, switch that bitch to Switch. Yeah, that's good. Switch that bitch to Switch. Switch that bitch to Switch. There Baby. you go, Nintendo. Put that one in your back pocket. You can have it. You can have that one's that one on the house. Free. I will accept gift cards. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is like a good, uh, you know, kind of old-fashioned um, RPG. You know, it's got yep. like, like we were talking about in the last episode, it's got that kind of funky, um, you know, isometric overworld. You're running around, you get into fights. It's, you know, your team on the left, enemy team on the right, turn-based. Um, and I'm just, I'm so excited to get into this game. Yeah, and these guys, like... The Switch for me is, um, like, I like I don't play it all the time, but I, I play it, you know, here and there. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those games that, like, there are a few games that are coming up that I'm like, yeah, I need to, um, like, I, I need to gear up and get ready for these games. And there's two. There's this, and then there's um, the Octopath Traveler mm -hmm. that are just, like, they're kind of like holy shit games. Yeah. Um, like... This one looks really good, and so does Octobath. And it coming from, you know, knowing that it, you know, seeing it from all the way back on the mm -hmm. Kickstarter and and all that, yeah, it, it's great. It has that very much the the feel that um, uh, Torchlight had. Yeah. So, works for me. Yeah, right. I'm excited to uh, to get to see a little more. For sure. Cool. Um, we also got a pretty good look at uh, the next thing for Overwatch. Um, coming up April 10th to April 30th, um, you'll be able to take part in Overwatch's event, uh, the, Black Watch, the Black Watch mission called uh, Overwatch Retribution. Um, it is uh, a mission from uh, kind of re reminiscent of the Halloween, um, the Halloween event. Where you play, um, you play one, you know, one of four characters, and everyone kind of goes in, and it's you know all PVE. You're just trying to take out as many um, uh, Talon characters as you can. You're trying to rescue, I think, a man named Antonio, um, which who knows that could be a future character. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, you're just taking out as many Talon members as you try to leave Venice with. Uh, playing as um, Reaper, Moria, Genji, and uh, McCree, all in their Blackwatch outfits. Um, with this, of course, you'll get new character skins, uh, I imagine emotes, and more. Uh, all the standard stuff that you'd expect to get with a free Overwatch update. Mm -hmm. Their updates are free. Um, and uh, the main skin that I've seen that's new is uh, Moria's skin. I didn't know that she was actually part of Blackwatch, so that's kind of cool. Constantly developing their characters and um, and all that jazz. So, and I really like that. I really like the PVE events more than um, the PVP events. Yeah, they're you know they're difficult. You have to fall into that role and you have to play that role correct to um, support the team. So, pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, gear up to that. Like I said. Um, that one will be coming out April 10th, uh, lasting until the end of the month, the 30th. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, 
Yeah, so another uh, something that's coming in the future and we don't have exact details on yet, um, Divinity Original Sin 2 uh, is going to be coming to uh, Xbox One and PS4 for sure. We'll have to see what else it comes out on, of course. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a good, um, you know, isometric, very deep role-playing game. Yeah. Um, so oh, that'll yeah. be cool to have on consoles. I mean, it definitely gives you the... Uh, um, the old uh, like Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, or Champions yep. of Norath, or what was the other one? Uh, it was Champions Return to Arms was the other. Uh, yeah, Return to Arms was the second one of those. So yeah, there's there's some. Uh, it, it, it's very good, and like this game's like super deep with like the way that your character is, like how how much you can customize your character, and then how the world interacts with your character are just like crazy detailed and crazy deep. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking... Do we have a date on this? Not yet. Okay. The I'm first one this... is on consoles, so might want to start there. Right. I'm thinking this one, though, it might be a must-buy. Like, this one... I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, I, yeah. I wonder, how do they, uh, how do they handle um, multiplayer? Do you remember from the first one at all? Um, I, I didn't get into it. I, I own the first one. I just picked it up on a good sale, and I haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, this has definitely, like, incentivized me <laughs> to go yeah. into it. Looks very good. Um, August 2018, it says right there. And the original article said they didn't know when. So, uh, there we go. Nice. Um, it says Divinity Original Sin allows for multiplayer co-op out of the mm-hmm. box. Uh, but it only allows for one additional player. Okay. So, it looks like it's just two-player. Divinity Original Sin 2 players only so yeah definitely I mean it it looks really good I mean it's one of those things where when I first saw some screenshots I was like I don't know and then I saw like some of the character building stuff and I heard stories of you know my friends experience playing through and I'm like oh man here we go yeah oh right there cooperative campaign it popped it said it really quick there at the end Um, yeah I mean it's been a long time um, but I don't, I don't really know how that works. So yeah, it, it, man, it's been a really long time since I played something, you know, in like reminiscent of Baldur's Gate or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely about time to, you know, grab a friend and play through this. I think that'll be a great game to play through. Yeah. Looking forward to that one for sure. Yeah. August 2018. Nice. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. No, not at all. Cool. Um, and then up next, uh, we finally have a little more information about uh, uh, interactive. Um, well, we have a little more information about what's going on with Hitman. Right. So Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment and IO Interactive um, enter a uh, worldwide publishing and distribution agreement. Um, yeah, this was kind of interesting because they were under um, they were under Square Enix. And these guys, you know, they put out the their basically relaunched Hitman, which is what it felt like to me. Um, but they did it almost seasonally, and mm-hmm. like the way that you would get like season one of Walking Dead and you know season two. Um, but over the time, they would release new maps, and you could you know, there's a big variety of missions that would release in there, mm-hmm. and. You know, by the end, it was... I, I don't know if they just, uh, you know, wasn't selling the way that Square wanted, but 
somehow uh, Io ended up walking away with basically the rights to Hitman. Yeah. Um, which is huge for them. I, I think that's mm-hmm. massive. Well, looks like someone's finally interested in it. Not, I'm not surprised. Um, I knew yeah. it would go somewhere. Hitman. I wouldn't be surprised if there had been like a, a quiet bidding war going on, to be honest. Right. Um, but yeah, they've announced that they're working with Warner Bros. Interactive. And, uh, oh, this coming out already May 15th, huh? Yeah. Well, it, it was getting ready to go anyways. And then Warner Brothers basically said, yo, I went in on some of that action. Yeah, yeah, which is really good. Um, I, I don't know. I expected it to be pushed back for some mm. reason, I, just after everything that went down. But yeah, yeah. May 15th, um, Hitman Definitive Edition will hit retail. Um, and, you know, comes with a ton of stuff. Uh, uh, IO Interactive 20th Anniversary outfit, some stuff from Blood Money, um, mm. and, you know, a bunch of other stuff. And it's everything. So instead of, like I said, it's seasonal instead of piecing them all together you just get everything all at once with all of the dlc um yeah, yeah that's pretty good yeah i'm sure. uh I, and like i uh i think we talked about it, it was like last i think we talked about this last month oh a decent amount and then this and then this month no maybe we did yeah maybe i think we did talk about it this month but i know last episode we talked about you can get the spring bundle which comes with the most uh if you got the base game for free mm. a few months back, you could also get the, um, what was it called? Like, uh, Spenacia or something like that map. Uh, bundle. yeah, yeah, that one. Um, and yeah, I mean, you could get one of the bigger favorited maps, um, which was, uh, yeah, which was free last mm-hmm. month. So, um, right. we'll keep an eye out, see if there's any more of those free coming out, but if not, you're really big into Hitman, like, I downloaded the beginning of the, uh, like just the first little piece that came with the tutorial right. and one map, and I think I played that for about three days. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's it, it's, it's not it's got a lot of cool nothing. stuff going on. Yeah, it's still a great game, and I, I don't know why it didn't quite take off. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe in part to marketing. Um, yeah. So we'll see where this Warner Brother Interactive deal goes. That's really good. Yeah, for sure. And it's, um, you know, I think it's important to note that it is continuing to be referred to as um, season one. Right. Or the first season. I mean, they're, they're saying, like, they're using that kind of language. So, you know, this deal with Warner Brothers could be, hey, let's put out this definitive edition. Let's make some motherfucking money. And then we're going to start funneling you some cash to yeah. support season two. And I think the biggest thing is they, they try to make this game really real, and I love that about it, but I wish they would take it to um, like the next level. The characters, um, aside from Agent 47, they have no flavor. Mm-hmm. You know, They're very like, okay, go you know, kill the guy in the white hat this guy's by poisoning his cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's all there is. We need a villain. You need yeah. someone in there that's like a, big dick a face. threat. Yeah. <laughs> It's just there's no nobody's a threat for him, and the right. only thing that's that is a threat is being seen when you don't want to be seen. Mm-hmm. Like that's the big thing. So I, I don't know. Um, that my advice would be take some time and figure out a villain, figure out someone that yeah. that can you know do some shit to Agent Forty Seven that he's never seen before. Mm-hmm. Huh. But yeah, that's we'll all have I got. To, we'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay. Do you want to maybe do this next one last? 
So uh, well, I, I put some other things out there just mm. so it was like a palate cleanser. Uh huh. Okay. But yeah, if, if you want to do it last, that's fine. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to end on a brown note? I know. I I didn't want to end on a brown note, but okay. So we'll, I'll we'll end on a brown note. I just didn't want to do it alone. I mean, I have a brown note sounding in my house right now <laughs> um so i mean we've attached an article here we really probably don't need any like news article to go on because there's a lot of info on this already right uh there was like a like active shooting event at youtube and uh you know i think this this is one of the things where like we don't necessarily like uh branch out into just like news but right. um this is something that is close enough to game news i mean how many like you know one of the, the biggest youtuber is because it's a gaming channel you know right, right. so um and, and i mean these just, guys have picked up you know they have their own gaming they have a they've purchased right. other gaming right um and uh this is kind of an i don't not certainly not the first but this is an early example of like some I don't really want to say mass shooting because this one had pretty low numbers, which is really good. Yeah. Um, really lucky. But, uh, you know, this is in entertainment. And, you know, how long is it until somebody decides, well, you know, Call of Duty is just way too violent. And they walk into, you know, if they don't know what they're talking about, they walk into Activision. If they do know what they're talking about, they walk into, like, Raven Software. Yeah. Um, so. That's true. It's, uh, you know, what if somebody says, you know, I don't like that God of War makes fun of religion and they attack a Sony studio, you know, like Santa right. Monica. I mean, um, it's really scary. And, you know, this is coming off the back of, you know, not long ago, there was that YouTube couple where one of them was like a game streamer that somebody went to their house and was outside their house and actually yeah. ended up breaking in and then killed himself in his car. Um, yep. Kind of similar story crazy. here. Um, they, uh, shockingly, they don't um, have the name of the shooter, but um, it was a woman who... I prefer who, that. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't... I don't know. There's a lot of debate around that. Uh, like, every corner of, like, every single mass shooting just has, like, a fuck ton of debate around it. Right. And I was actually talking about, uh, I was talking with somebody at work about it, which is a little edgy. And uh, um, considering I, like, I work in an ultra secure environment, you know. Right. Um, where it's like, you know, I wish that we could get some thread that ties things together. Like, I wish you could say, like, oh, it's this, like, there's these one or two or three factors that every mass shooter has in common. And they just don't. Like, there's nothing. It's totally random. Like, it's just a, a perfect alignment of individual circumstance and, like, ability to have an event, you know? And right. uh, it's really weird. I mean, like, um, it's obviously, I mean, like you are saying, I, I like, the argument is, like, we probably shouldn't make mass shooters famous because then right. wacky people will want to be a mass shooter because they'll be famous. Especially like, oh, I can't do anything to get my 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, but like, I I'm not interesting or funny. An or ace in the hole. <laughs> right. right. So, um, you know, I have multiple YouTube channels, and I'm like a vegan activist, animal rights activist, but I can't get any views because my shit's weird. 
Right. By the way, her videos are fucking wild. Like, not scary. Not like, well, I guess it could be. But, I guess it's uh, a scary. Not typically, like, not worrying. Like, this is the kind of thing where you can really easily stumble across a YouTube video where it's like, I fucking hate this guy. I'm going to fucking kill this guy as soon as I get the chance. And that person never goes on to do anything. They're just, like, full of smoke. You know what I mean? Like, they just talk shit and they log off and they made 28 cents on their ads for the day, you know? But, um, like her videos are like kind of wacky, like music videos are like really weird, like, um, like low budget, like European aesthetic almost. Um, her family's from Iran originally. Um, she doesn't appear to have been religious, but if she is, the only religious iconography that's appeared a lot is the Star of David. So she may have been Jewish, which is very unusual for a shooter. So they, I mean, they're continuing to think that she's not religious right now. Right. But uh, if she's Jewish, I mean, she might be the one of the first Jewish mass shooters. Yeah, I immediately went to, um, what was it, super bad. When he's like, that's an odd crime for a Jew. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was very and odd. Some, I mean, uh, like... It's starting to get old. Like, um, I think 9-11 jokes are hilarious, and there's video evidence to prove that. Um, <laughs> like, there's a lot of, like, I, I the video appreciate the... really just sold it. That, that really sells it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. I, I, I appreciate, you know, dealing with tragedy with humor. Right. Like... I agree. Um, I, I, like, not only is that important to be able to do... But if it's all that somebody can do, then you need to be able to respect that. Like, some people just can't be real about some of that shit. Just based on who they are, just, you know, totally on their own. Or, right. um, you know, because of how they were raised or, you know, whatever. Like, um, so I get it. But there's some, like, really fucked up comments that people are comfortable sharing publicly on, like, their local news pages. Like, if you really want to see some wild shit, go on Facebook and look at the comments on the local news. Like, people will mm-hmm. just tag. It's like they have pictures of them and their, like, their their kids and their grandkids and, like, where they live and where they work. And it's like, dude, you're fucking insane to post this. It's really weird. But, uh, like, and there's, there's definitely a, a couple good jokes to be made out of this. But it's like, dude, there's, like, the building was still under lockdown. Like, the cops were still trying to figure out what was going on when people were making some like fucked up comments right <clears throat> typical typical internet so, i mean like that would be fine after we figure out what's going on <laughs> right but uh i mean and in, in, it's really interesting too to hear you know uh politically like both sides immediately jumped to the narrative that they wanted to use right and it's like okay. We have zero, I mean, if we've had a small amount of information in the past, we have zero information on this so far. And, uh, like, this is the weird, this appears to be one of the weirder mass shootings in that, I mean, her dad told the police she could be planning some kind of violent action against YouTube. And then after that, the police found her. And released her saying that there was no sign that she was going to be dangerous. Only, you know, days or hours after she had just bought a gun and then practiced with it at the firing range. <laughs> a little sketchy. Yeah. Um, there's some really weird shit going on with this. And, like, 
Um, and it's all for demonetization. Well, from what I understand, what right? Saying. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. I mean, how many people are getting demonetized? Everybody. Everybody. You know? Yeah. There's people YouTube with a wide. lot, a lot more to lose than her. So right. it's. You know, again, it's like maybe she's just had the right personality that she just snapped for some reason. Right, right. That's but possible. It's, it's it's strange. I mean, demonetization. Whereas, I mean, people are still, uh, you know, people are still looking into it, of course. But she was going. A, a big complaint was that she was making like thirty cents a day, which is why I said that earlier. Something along those lines. And it's like, you know, what was she making before that? Maybe a hundred dollars a month. Like, it wasn't her full-time job. She had multiple right. websites, multiple uh, social media, um, you know, pages that she operated through. And, you know, she had a, I'm sure she had a Patreon or something like that. So, um, it's, it's, uh, it's very unusual. And very. we're still waiting to hear more. And, and what's interesting is, uh, um, I almost lost my train of thought, but I'm back on the rails. Uh, you know, when I said in the, before I said that people just immediately jump to what they want it to be about, they say, oh, well, it's a religious thing. Oh, well, it's, you know, California has really strict gun laws and she was still able to shoot them up and oh, well, you know, X, Y, Z. And it's like, uh, you know, just recently, and you may have heard of this being in, you know, Orlando area, um, the Pulse nightclub shooting shooters wife, uh, was found to have not been involved uh, with that crime in any way. And a lot of people immediately jumped on a bandwagon of, oh, well, he's a Muslim. She's his, like, subservient, uh, you know, completely um, dominated Muslim wife. She helped him plan it. And she, in fact, signed papers, at, you know, to the police that admitted that she helped him. But it was not true. And uh, you know, it's provable that she did not help in any way. And she had no knowledge that he was going to do this. And in fact, uh, he abused her and basically treated her like shit. So, I mean, she was in fact dominated by him. So that's not great. But, um, you know, she was found totally not guilty and, uh, you know, she had nothing to do with it. But it was so easy to be like, oh, well, you know, this guy was going to carry out this hate crime. And, he, you know, he's his Muslim family helped him out with it and everything. And it's like, no, that's not true at all. And... In fact, there's a lot of evidence now that even suggests that he went to a random club. He was originally going to go to, like, downtown Disney. And uh, he decided that there was too much security, which I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I've never seen security at any Disney park. They're really, like, they're, like, hidden. They've well, got auto turrets. they look like everyone else. They're really, yeah. they're real good at what they do. It's, it's like the dude on the back of the airplane that keeps looking at everybody weird. <laughs> so it's yeah. like... Yeah, I uh, yeah, I have no idea what they mean by too heavily like too heavy security. I have no clue, but apparently, maybe uh, he meant weight wise. That's funny. They're pretty big guys. That's funny. I've seen them. Okay, that's fair. But uh, that that intimidates me for sure. That's intimidating. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. I got spooked. But uh, <laughs> so like, while he was in the process of shooting this club up, this gay club. He asked a security guard, which, yeah, you know, kind of <laughs> failed on that one, I guess. But uh, he asked the security guard, the security guard overheard him saying, where are all the women? He didn't even know it was a gay club. Possibly. <laughs> so it's like that whole narrative was, is possibly totally wrong. And it's because 
you know, it's obvious. I mean, this guy walked into a gay club. He killed a bunch of gay people. They were having, like, gay night out. Like, it was an event, wasn't it? It wasn't just a random day. Uh, Yeah, I have no idea. So, I mean, I I don't know for sure. Unfortunately, my uh, Orlando gay club scene knowledge is not zero, but limited. Right, But, um, you know, it's it's possible that even the very obvious fact that, well, this is a hate crime because, you know, Muslims must hate gays, right? Even that is not for sure. That, I mean, like, that seems like the knockout, like, if nothing else, we can agree that this was a hate crime against gay people, but even that may not be true. So we have a lot yet to hear about this, and unfortunately, uh, I think you're right that it's bad that, um, you know, we're going to really dig into this woman's history, and everybody in the country is going to know everything about her, if you want yeah. to know. I mean, if you're interested in looking into the news or whatever, you're going to be able to find out every detail. Um, most of her YouTube videos are still up. That's a little weird. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's like, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. On the one hand, you do want to find out, like, okay, what is it that made this happen? Like, these people didn't have to be shot. You know, they didn't have to be shot at work, which is fucked up because they have to go back there. It's not really a choice. And, uh, you know, they didn't, they didn't have to get shot at all. Like, um, there's really no reason to... You know, regardless of how you feel about YouTube as a company, like, if you go in and shoot three people, you probably are not going to hit the person that made the decision to demonetize, like, vegan activism or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it's very unlikely. So, it's... Very weird. It's, it's really weird. It's really bizarre. Like, um, you know, it's... It, and I've talked about this before, too. If there's a solution that's not something that seems like gun control seems like an obvious solution if there's a better solution i'm all for it i don't give a shit if the better solution is that like government mandated everybody gets a gun sure i'll take one you know what i mean i wouldn't turn that down right but i mean clearly like sitting around and like complaining and just kind of twiddling your dick until the next mass shooting happens isn't working which is what the u.s uh that's the plan government Law enforcement, FBI, that's what they've been doing for, you know, 30 right. years. <laughs> right. Like, oh, wow. Did you see all those, like, people get shot for no reason? Wow. Ooh, that was crazy. Should we do something about that? Eh. And then another one happens. Oh, whoa. Oh, my God. And another one happens. Holy shit. Whoa, did you hear about that? And then another one happens. And it's, it really is, like, a lot of people were joking and somebody was like, well, people should be allowed to, you know, deal with, you know, whatever with humor. And it's like... These people aren't related to what's going on. Like, they're not dealing with anything. They're just being dicks for the most part. Right. But at the same time, I saw another comment that really hit me that was like, dude, people are so desensitized that people that shit post on YouTube, this isn't even a real thing to them. This is a joke. Like, and it is a joke that nothing's been, I mean, not even to say gun control, but no law of any kind. I mean, it's possible that bump stocks are going to be outlawed in some places that's right. nothing i mean like that's like i'm gonna outlaw a flashlight because you can use it to see me when i'm hiding you know what i mean like it, it does nothing it's so easy to get around that yeah and it's like a bump stock just makes it slightly more efficient <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and then this is proven this is a handgun and i mean you know it's it's interesting how people say oh well this immediately discredits the assault rifle argument because she had a handgun and she didn't kill anyone except for herself. So it kind of actually proves that argument. But 
again, if there's a way around that, if there's a better way to do that, I'm all for it. I just need a solution. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not cool. I mean, like, it's it's really disturbing. Um, and, like, countries that are in a civil war, like Syria. So Syria is clearly the most dangerous country in the world right now. Um, you know, Venezuela is getting close to a civil war-y type scenario. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Mexico is essentially, you know, they're in a de facto civil war with their, like, uh, war on drugs, which is just not going. It's going about as good as it is in the U.S. <laughs> and <laughs> the U.S. is not far behind in that list. I mean, we are, you know, comparable to, like, Afghanistan in terms of how likely you are to die uh, violently. And that's insane. I mean, there's, that's, it's, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about stats in London are up. Like, London, for the first time, has surpassed New York in per capita uh, violent crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, still doesn't even approach in deaths. So New York is still way more deaths per capita. Um, and England passed it in violent crime per capita for one month. And it was a month when, in the U.S., we were having bomb cyclones and shit. Like, weather we've never even heard of before. It's just, like, wild fucking SimCity shit going on out there. Godzilla showed up. Godzilla shows up and everyone shits and, their pants. You're right. And in London, it was unnaturally nice for that time of year. So, huh. you know, more people were out. So, New York had possibly the lowest violent crime month for a really long time. Which is why that kind of event happened. So, like... You know, there's some stats sometimes can kind of throw you off. And, like, right. the U.S. is still incredibly a violent place to be. And it's like, dude, we're the most developed, you know, got some of the best minds in the world. I won't say we're the most intelligent because intelligence is, you know, not necessarily how well you do or anything in the world. But we have some of the most successful people. We have some of the most innovative people in the world. We encourage and we actively go out and bring in smart people. We, you know... XYZ, I mean, you know, the, the you know, American dream and all that bullshit. Like, how can we be at this point? It's so weird. And in a country where people are armed heavier than in most countries in the world, not all, but it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's really weird that, um, we have this kind of problem. Like, if you... So, like, you hear somebody, like, being a dick in public behind a counter or something. Most people in the U.S. will not say anything. If some customer is, like, a huge dick to a waitress or something. Most people will just sit there quietly and then leave later and be like, oh, wow, that was crazy. Because we're afraid of conflict. Which you should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the way that we've developed, the way that society works now, the way that human intelligence is ramped up and everything... You should be afraid of conflict because there's no reason to get in a fight and get killed because somebody made a weird comment about their burger or something. You know what I mean? It's just not worth it. Like, there's no reason to be like that. And it's actually shocking when somebody says some really fucked up shit, you know? Um, Like, I get, like, if I hear somebody being rude at, like, three or four tables away, and not even to somebody, but just being rude, like, behind that person's back, like... I get, like, a fight-or-flight response. I get kind of, like, freaked out. I feel a little sick. It's very pathetic. And, uh, you know, it's it's weird that in a society that's, like, you know, that's got that kind of fear programmed into it, how violent we can still be. It's very... It's weird. It's concerning, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, and, like, 
it makes it's kind of like, like it's kind of like hat like it. Not everyone's like that. There are the, those other people, and then there's the extreme like portion of those other right. people that are the people that are talking that shit that make you be like, oh shit, that's probably oh, not good. Fuck, um, I need to get out of here. Yeah, but it, yeah, it kind of reminds me of like, uh, like kind of like the reason that so, like self-driving cars aren't a thing. Because there are still human cars, human drove like driving cars, and they can't calculate for that. So there's going to yeah, be those collisions. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's some interesting that's stuff. That's the same thing too. Yeah, yeah. That's really that's really that's really fair. Like um, you know, Nips is saying in the chat like there's not a good balance. Like there's a bunch of people that should stand up for somebody and don't. Right. And then there's a small subset of people that just decide like. Hey man, for some reason I think I'm the king of the world and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And between those two, they're both wrong. Like obviously one's more wrong, but they're both wrong. And like, uh, it's weird. Like, um, I mean, like you're saying, it has to be that there's just some subset of people that are just different. Because I, every time something like this happens, and then it turns out like, oh, there's no reason that this person killed twenty people. They just did. Right. Like every time that happens, it uh, it makes me think like, what could possibly happen to me that would make me want want to commit violence like that? And I honestly cannot think of anything. Like, there's like you know it's the it's the normal. I think anybody again anybody in the U.S. would have the same thing. Like if you saw somebody like abusing a dog, you'd definitely go knock their ass out. Right. Like, I think people would be more likely to speak up against that than a lot of things because we're like, it's kind of like programmed. Like, if a dog well, dies in a movie, that's way more sad than when the dude kills like forty six people that have families. Yeah, it's <laughs> man, it's it's one of those things that people like hold on to stuff more. Mm. Like they, they they hold like I feel like if there was a grudge, it had to have been something really, really, really ridiculous in the past. Yeah, but people hold on to dumb shit these days. Like, like <laughs> going back to that burger thing, like someone goes, like says something shitty to a waitress. Like that waitress kind of gets, you know, mad or worried or whatever. Oh, she's gonna and, shit in and, somebody's burger. <laughs> and they walk off and yeah, they take it out back behind the scenes. They take it uh, out on that person behind the scenes. Like what was the South Park boogers and cum? Yep. <laughs> well, it, Damn, it, remember it, when they added the extra seasoning and uh, waiting? They just scratched some uh, cube lice in there? Uh, they just sprinkled it real nice. Anyhow, that, that person that's saying that shitty stuff, if someone leans over and goes, hey, shut the fuck up, that, yeah. it could be that's where it ends. But these that, days it doesn't end up. They, they, don't, they don't go, oh, man, I was being really shitty. I should shut the fuck up. Yeah. They, they, th- that thought's not there. They're like, no, I have to be right. Right, exactly. And that's where it fucking falls apart. It just, right. I don't know. It's really, uh, everyone has to be, like, they, they can't see that they're not being a decent person. It's and like, it's, just be a decent person. And it's, that's part it's of the really thing, easy. too, that, like, um, it's, it's fine to be wrong. You're not, you're not <laughs> evil. Yeah, I saw that, too. That was funny. <laughs> um, you're not, we were like, talking about it yesterday. About, oh, man. About Nips having... Just a mentally, a, a mentally, a mentally unfit pet. That's, that, he's you like, know what? Everybody he's deserves like, love, it, you know? It, it might be a couple generations inbred. I don't know. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It has webbed toes. It's part <laughs> duck. 
It makes noises. It moves. I don't even know how that happens. It's a That's Jack, not in, it's a Jack Russell. It just happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's that kind of thing where it's like... Um, uh, Shit, I lost my train of thought a little bit there. But uh, that's, that's funny. We go on a tangent about something oh, I know. Grim is an expert on. Inbreds. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, you're right. Fuck, where's Grim? And he could like totally make fun of everything about America while we were doing this mm. deal. Shit. So uh, you'll have to, he'll have to email in on that. Yeah. But um, it's, uh, you know, it's the type of thing where like it's not evil to be wrong about something. It's not evil to say a mean comment. Like, um, There's a lot of things like it's not like... If you have an opinion that, I understand that it, this doesn't really work with opinions, but if you have an opinion that's wrong, like, if you if you think that certain types of people are worse, you're wrong, but that's not necessarily evil to have that opinion. It's evil what you do. Like, right. when you when you go out with the intention to hurt somebody, that's evil. Like, um, and most people and that, won't actually do something evil. Most people will just have, and it's like, you know, there is like a sensitivity culture that says, like, well, you can't think that. And it's like, okay, you're, like, you're right that they are incorrect. They shouldn't have that thought. And if we taught them better, then they wouldn't have it. But you can't go extract shit out of people's brain. Like, we can't have thought crimes. Like, that's, that's a step too far, you know? And like, I do wonder in this specific situation if, okay, so four in, end up wounded. And then if. In fact, it, like, th- this one says it was updated and that they believe it was the shooter with the self-inflicted uh, gunshot well, yeah, wound yeah. died. She shot herself. Um, I wonder if there was, like, a uh, like a second thought there. Mm. You know what I mean? Like an internal conflict? At the end? That was like, oh, this is fucked up. I, I can't well, live with this. Even if it's not going, oh, that's fucked up. If, even if it was like, wait a minute, is this just a hair too far? Like what? Wait, what? Like why am I doing this? And then you have to like I imagine that thought process of already being that far in of we've all been in the scenario of like You're even if so when deep. we were kids like oh shit I did something wrong and yeah. I'm definitely gonna be cornered. What do I do? Yeah, you know. And it's um you know it is interesting to think like um this actually is unfortunately this isn't helpful in any way but it is actually uh, one of the only commonalities between mass shooters is that they tend to kill themselves right um and that's probably just to avoid punishment and to like kind of die as a martyr and not ever have your beliefs challenged and then you lose an argument you know what i mean right um because that'll kind of like fuck it (laughs) but um i do kind of wonder like uh you know it's that type of thing where like i don't want to be armed because if if i'm armed i feel like i would have to be um Oh yeah, British people are. Nip said it's funny that Grim says calls everybody inbred because British people are super fucking inbred. It's very true, <laughs> very true. Grim sits um, on a fucking house of lies. I'm calling you out, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're watching this. <laughs> Let he who has not fucked his own first cousin cast the first stone. Am I right? But uh, you know, it's that kind of thing where, like, if if I had the ability to stop innocent people getting hurt based on my own morals and ethics and what I believe and everything. Uh, the fact that I, you know, I don't have kids that would, that I have to stay alive for or anything. I would have to act like probably I would freeze and then piss myself and cry, but I would think that I have to act and, um, you know, try to save people. So, 
Yeah, like, ideally you, really, you think that way. Like, I don't want to be armed because then I have to do that. So yeah. I'm kind of like intentionally putting myself in like a kind of like a pussy position. But uh, like that's where I'm comfortable and safe. <laughs> well, I think so, that's where like a lot of people talk about proper training. And that's where proper training could come yeah. in yes. play. You know, absolutely. You know um, what you know what to do. Like you don't know what to do, but you know what to do with what you have. Well, you can you can you might not know what to do, but you know how you can work with it. Exactly. Right. So um, that's a good that's a good way to say that. And but uh, like I wonder if if it, if it is a you know a lot of people are saying it's a mental health issue. I think that's a scapegoat in a lot of ways. Um, I'm sure Ashley has some opinions on that because she's she's got a pretty good. Uh, um, you know, background and kind of, you know, exploration of that. Right. But uh, if it is a mental health issue, how, like, how depressing, how dark would it be if the person has a moment of clarity in the middle of this berserk outrage and they think, like, oh, like, I'm that person. I have to end it. Right, like, right. that's fucked. If they're, like, if they're essentially a good person trapped in, like, a maniac body... Um, I don't really think that it, I, I, it's definitely a mental health issue, but not in the way that's like solvable. I think that we just have like really shit mental health in the U S because we don't like prioritize it and it's not really covered right. by insurance or anything, but and the majority of the population that, like, doesn't even, majority of the population doesn't even talk about any sort dude, of mental Okay. Health. So I got a, I got, uh, except the rock. I'm trying to defend the, uh, innocent here. So I'll obfuscate this a little bit, but I have a direct relative that has to take antidepressants and antipsychotics. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, they're a danger to themselves. They're a danger to people that they love. And they basically turn cool as fuck. In my opinion, <laughs> most of my family disagrees with that. They turn cool as fuck. <laughs> well, the, the real shit comes out. That's been buried for like 40 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, anyways, you know, this combination of, you know, uh, this person doesn't go to therapy. He's just, you know, we can't afford it. Um, and this, without these particular chemicals, keeping that brain balanced, some weird shit's going to happen. And then I other wonder. members of my family, at the same time that they're like, yes, you have to keep taking those pills. If you stop taking those pills, we're going to get you to the doctor. We're going to, you know, we'll, we'll have you put in a psych, a, a good, a nice upscale psych ward, but we'll have you put in a psych ward if you don't. Like, you must take that for your health. Those same people turn around and say, well, why don't people just get over it? I don't know. And nobody's depressed. You're not bipolar. You're just an, you're just annoying or whatever. And it's like, dude, you know that that's not true. In your own mm -hmm. life, you know for a fact that that's not true. But that's still the belief that a lot of people have. Right. And uh, that's really damaging. And it, like, um, you know, at the, at the same time that I'm saying that, I don't think that it's like, oh, we can prove that all these people have x type of bipolar disorder and that's what causes it like well, i don't think that that's it but if it is that's truly fucked that they're a good person stuck inside a maniac body and they have to end it you know well one of the big problems is there are a lot of other people out there that play on that and use that as an excuse or a mm. scapegoat when it's not true oh yeah that's yeah yeah and that's really that to me that's super fucked up that people mm. do that and um, we've talked about that before too where it's like Okay, yes, that person is, quote-unquote, you have to be crazy, you have to be insane to want to kill people. You know what I mean? Like, okay. that's given, but this is not a diagnosed, like, 
he was he was diagnosed with mass shooter insanity like what that is is a, a series of things that have all fallen into place just right for this person to to become a, a murderer and it's there's something wrong but it is kind of human nature to kill shit so mm-hmm. it's not that wrong it's not as wrong as it should be and that's something that we need to address as a society I do really wonder if like how how things like uh like like gun control and you know like ratings of um like violent crimes and stuff like that I wonder how that would change if we did adopt the free health care because um, we would have free access to things that would help people right but and then I mean, you still have like, to get them who to knows go. how that goes because yeah you have to get them to go but after a few generations, I feel like it would be programmed yeah. that it's it's available to me, and that's fine. You know what um, I mean? Well, you know, like generally, um, this is the kind of thing that's it's kind of tough to reckon because you can only really think of the time that you exist in. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, all forms of crime are down from like the the early to mid '90s were really bad with crime, and it was like mm-hmm, spike, mm-hmm. and it was the first time in history sort of that that kind of crime was on the rise. Uh, the late '80s, early '90s, right. um, we've gotten out of that, and I mean, we have some of the some of the lowest general like violent and nonviolent crime in the world ever um, right now. Mm-hmm. But this random crime is way way up, and that's something that we're, that's that that's what I mean when I say it's something cultural. Like, um, like you're saying, I think healthcare is the way to do it. I, healthcare and education, I think, is always the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, um, I agree. If, I, I do. if we ban all guns, some dude was like fucking blowing up bombs and shit in in Texas. Like, well, I mean, there's knife murders. Fa- there's, I mean, t- to be fair, plus gu- guns are kind of just a part of our country. Well, yeah, you know America I mean? would be typically it, it would be like uh, it would what be would we do? Hard. What like what would we do on the Fourth of July? Would we come finger bang? Like, hey, <laughs> I mean that in two <laughs> ways. I mean it in three ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. But like, one of those ways counter- is not the same as one of yours. <laughs> okay. So think about okay. that. I'm, I'm ready to hear that out. We'll do that maybe after. <laughs> but the yeah, podcast. it's uh, it's but... culturally guns are part of America, and regardless of how you feel about that, it's just way too late. Um, like, yeah, like uh, so look at Switzerland. In Switzerland, you have to serve in the military, and then the government mandates that you get your gun. Like, in Switzerland, everybody's got a fucking gun, and it's a military-grade gun. It's not a little fucking, you know, I shoot yeah. rascals with this. Like, rascals? Str- I meant rascals. That works. Either. Rascals. Both of them, to be honest. Damn. But, like, what's the like? What's the big thing? It's like, okay, so if we if we make healthcare free, then all of that money that's being funded, funded into that is now not there and it's like wait wait a minute that's not true because now the government takes care of that because they're taking off the top Mm. of our taxes which is what canada does right Uh, i would be more than willing to give up yeah literally half of my tax return every year to Mm. go toward hospital bills and stuff like that because you're going to be paying hospital bills anyway you're saving money you're saving so much money um, and you're still getting a small return we uh I mean, it's one of those things where, like, okay, if if me, my personal, and I understand that I'm in a different situation than some people, and uh, you know, it's it's tough to keep that in mind sometimes, but it's important. Mm-hmm. And like, I could take if if you took um, 
let's say 5% off of my take home every two weeks on my paycheck. If I just had 5% of that gone, my, the way I live my life would really not be impacted at all. Um, well, it's just, just another thing would, that you have to work around. Less every month, you know even I mean? people like like I, I definitely did not grow up in a uh, wealthy household, right? Even a little, and even if they took that off of the top, life would be just insanely. It wouldn't be any different. It but would be we like, would you would, would have would access be... to stuff. You'd have access to more, and it's hmm. just another obstacle. When you're poor, all these things are just obstacles. Okay, so right. I have to. I have this much. And I have to do all this. Okay, so right. I got to figure that out. It's well, all there's an a certain Yeah, there's a certain X. Like, everybody has to spend some amount of money to live. Right. If you go to homeless people, all that they, all 100% of their money that doesn't turn into crack cocaine is mm-hmm. Big Macs. It's, it's, it's need, all Big Macs and Fodies. Two Big Macs a day to live in one Fody. And so one, if you one can't Fody. buy. Two Big Macs is, uh, you know, $6.15. Well, they've really revamped that mm, with the dollar menu, you know? That's true. But then in a Big so, Mac, you need three McSingles. Three double cheese. To equal yeah. three McSingles is one and a half Big Macs. Everybody knows that. Well, if you go McDouble, you can get a McDouble for a buck, right? I'm not Those sure. I, don't, are, I, I think they're a buck. because I value my life. <laughs> well, I don't give a shit about my insides, but I have an Aether in a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> But I will eat a T-Bell, and that's a fucking curse. That's but yeah, I mean, almost um, worse. You know, and, and and you know, Nip said like, in, in a lot of places in Europe, it's really hard to get a gun. That's definitely true. We actually have yeah. talked to Grim about that, and it's like, uh, like even I was like, uh, that's a little much, guys. It's it's borderline <laughs> impossible. It's, it's he's like, like he's like, what do you all like need? Stupid. He's like, why do you all need guns? Are you are you all farmers? And it's like, well, kinda. <laughs> but that beside the beside That's the funny. point, like it's interesting that he's like, "Are you all farmers?" Because those are really the only people that can carry a gun, and it's a specific gun, and it's like logical. Yeah, and it's it, like for makes sense doing. They, they kind of are required to have a gun, sort of. Yeah, that that gun is basically a scarecrow for yeah. like yeah. like fox and you know different things like that. Mm. So I, you know, they go I don't ask birds. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I wonder how that would change, and I, I don't understand why it's not why that's not pushed more. Yeah, it's like yeah. obviously the thing is educate yeah. and Here's you know your alternative right make here, a like, change, and the change um, is a gr- good alternative. We talked about it, right? It's like well, that's what you know. That's what I talked well, about. Like I do have my own personal political opinion or whatever, but right. as a human being, I will take whatever solution works. I don't really right. know shit what that solution is. Well, I mean, what's the worst case scenario? What if, okay, let's say they like we end up with the free healthcare and it doesn't change anything. Mm. What's what's the worst case there? Now we have free healthcare. That's not yeah. a problem, right? That's, that's well, a you good know, thing. You can, that's a push in a good direction, I think. The argument about it is that, well, like, what is the quality of that healthcare? Um, would it be cheaper for me to XYZ? You know, um, it wouldn't it be just better if my boss like paid for it through my work insurance, or whatever. And like, okay, I do agree, but like, um, that's one where like I'm willing to take a hit. Like, I know a lot of people will say, and it it goes around every once in a while where it's like, well, we should drug test people on welfare, and it's like, you know, that's kind of fucked up. But I actually agree that we should. But the difference is that I think that if we find that there's something wrong with them, they should be put in treatment. Right. Or it should be helped, not like if they're like curb. 
if they're smoking and, pot, then like who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's like okay, dude, you can't come on. <laughs> but like you know, there's certain things that's like that's you the know, whole conversation. Uh, I think it's worth it to lose money because you never save any money by drug testing people on welfare. States have done it, and you don't save money; you lose a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But you get peace of mind. The people whose the tax money is coming out of every single paycheck, and I've looked at that fucking federal and state shit coming out of my paycheck. I know what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm. so like, and I think mm. I think pretty much everybody knows pretty particularly what they're losing out of every paycheck. And if you lose cash at like a state level or a local level, drug testing mm-hmm. people. Right. That's peace of mind, dude. It's worth it. It's worth spending that extra money, especially if the people that you find you help instead of just like fucking them over and making their kids starve to death because that's fucked up. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm totally okay with me personally losing money so that generally my society is healthier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then the same that's way not that, even considering the things that would happen for different class people like the much higher like like the people that have tons of money you know that like the upper echelon of uh like finances in our country when mm-hmm. they do different things like oh you know we have to kick into a charity and blah 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 like that, yeah. that, that could go toward things like that too and that's just and that's not even well, think about this i'm not even like including shit like that Right. I'm just fully My, including just taking what, what what did you say five percent off the top of or whatever. I mean, it'd have to be return. more than that probably. Um, I, I guess it depends. Like, there's a lot of things in our healthcare system that are fucked up that have nothing to do with, like, I mean, insurance. Not the cost that you as a person pay into insurance, but the cost that the insurance industry has on healthcare is really fucked up. Like, health insurance in in every way is like a nightmare. Like, um. If you want to look into some conspiracy shit, there's definitely that. But then, to, I mean, just just agreed upon, like, uh, this is fucked up. I mean, yeah. So there, so we have a, a good example, not to, like, put you on blast here. So I'll, again, protect the innocent. But, like, so somebody's on, somebody that busts their ass, that works hard, or, I mean, you know, this, is, this goes for people who are just lazy pieces of shit, too. Because, you know, if I break a nail, I'm taking a week off work, and that's coming out of your fucking paycheck. I got a hangnail! So, like... <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, somebody that busts their ass... And this has happened in my family, too. Uh, but I don't mind throwing them under the bus at all. Because um, fuck them. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so, it's like, you know... They're not listening. So, like, just general unemployment, let's say. Um, like, food stamps. Like, disability. Like, Obamacare. Thanks a lot, Obama. Like, it's shit that, like, people feel bad about. It's like, well, I'm... I'm capable of doing something. Maybe I'm not capable of, like, lifting a big-ass, like, elephant up the stairs and down 16 times a day for work. But I'm capable of doing work. But, like, because I have this injury, my doctor said, yo, don't go to work. My work yeah, said, you, you, you cannot no work here. Like, fuck you. Like, we're not having being liable for your ass. Like, right. that kind of stuff. And it's like, um, <clears throat> I hear people say a lot that it's like, People will be like, well, I, I never took a day of unemployment in my life, even when I lost my job and my we couldn't afford to feed my kids. And it's like, you're fucking stupid. Like, you should have. It's, yeah, I it mean, exists it, for a reason. There for, yeah. Like, that money's going to be spent one way or another. Like, right. it, it's not like, um, you know, 15 people show up to the welfare office and they say, all right, that's it for the day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's not a quota. It's, yeah. There's not a quota. Like, 
it's going to be spent. So, um, and it's tough, like, um, for people that came to that opinion on their own and it wasn't force fed to them and they're not in a cult and that's why they think this way. And it's not just because they never thought about it, but people that have their own real true belief that is, you know, I should work for what I get. I a hundred percent understand. And I agree. Right. You know? I mean, I'm over here doing like fucking, I'm not currently, but these last couple of weeks, this last month or so, I'm working like 12, 13, 14, 15 hour days with no overtime. And I'm like, what the fuck did I sign up for? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you know, considering it's me, like, obviously it's a computer job. I'm not like, you know, busting my ass or anything, but, yeah. um, you know, it's like, you know, I'm happy to do this to be able to pay all my bills to be able to buy games when I want them, to be able to record some shit on Friday night. You know, right, right. like, I've got a lot of shit set up really good because every once in a while I do a 14-hour day. That's not a huge deal. Um, mm-hmm. You know. And, but, I mean, the way that you look at it, like, if I couldn't do that, if it was impossible for me to do um, 14-hour days... And everybody else I worked with did 14-hour days. I wouldn't feel bad if I could only do 12. I wouldn't feel bad if I could only do 8. You know what I mean? Like, right. you just you do what you can. So it's like, you know, it's that kind of thing where if we lost a little bit of money giving everybody health care and it was a little less efficient and it was some people could abuse it or whatever, I'm happy to do it. You know, I'm happy for that 5, let's say, like 10% I think is when it starts having a real impact on how you live your life. So I don't, I try not to say 10% because then you have to buy like Walmart mac and cheese and not uh, craft. Fuck you know that. I mean? That's fucked up. I'd rather die. Day. Yeah. So I'd be working 17 hour days to avoid that <laughs> shit. <laughs> so it's like I just sleep in my boss's like fucking cube. I'm like, you know, turn out the fucking light, asshole. Turn so it's like, light. Uh, so, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, but like you know, maybe maybe ten percent because I, you know, I don't really go to the doctor a lot, but you know, there's right. It's okay to to lose out for something, and that's kind of the whole point. But like, there's I mean, there's been this uh, concerted effort to be like, oh well, you have to take care of yourself. If you were born in a wheelchair, you need to take responsibility for that. That's fucked up, dude. That's not their fault. Yeah, you know, and it's if like, you were if, crossing the street and you get hit by a car, that's not your fucking fault. I don't care if you were pushing your fucking shopping cart, getting your dick sucked. And doing cocaine at the time. You know what I mean? It right. It, like, people don't deserve shit, bad shit to happen to them. Right. Like, <clears throat> I mean, it's it, it, it's really fucked up to go, okay, um, so, like, I'm hurt, and I know I'm fucked up, and something bad is happening, mm-hmm. whether you can see it or not. Yeah. But you have that debate of going, man, I don't know if I should go. If I, should, if I go to the hospital, yeah, what if it's really bad? Like, when I, when I was... I mean, when I was young, I, I remember getting the first bill for my appendix, oh, and yeah. when I opened it, it said twenty eight thousand. And I and went, that "Shit, didn't even work." Holy shit! And that, yeah, that shit didn't even work. I had that to go was back. fucking step one of like twelve. Right, and that <laughs> was the, the that, that was the low bill for that. Yeah. And <laughs> looking at that, going, "Holy shit!" And then even like later, going like, "Okay, so I'm at the hospital. Okay, things worked out. I know I can pay for this in increments or whatever." But then when you get your prescription or whatever, and you go there, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to pay, you know, like, you have, like, yeah. four prescriptions, and they're, like, 60 bucks a piece. And, and you're, you're like, just oh, like, fuck. And then they're I like, can't pay oh, that. also, you have to renew this yeah. three times each. And you're like, 
fuck me, dude. Yeah, you're just like, I, just it's impossible to pay that. So yeah. you do with that. Like, there's only, I, I only see an awesome benefit for that. It doesn't, it might not benefit the people that are already have great, you know, massively great mm-hmm. insurance. But what's bad about having a healthy country? I mean, like, yeah, it's, you know, it's, um, I mean, like, it just, to I me, it just it. sounds like people that are like, oh, I don't give a shit about those people. That's you know, it, I'm I mean, good. I, I don't have to worry about them. Yeah. They're not, they're yeah. nothing to me. It that's has to up. be. That's, there's a certain point, like, um, and it's something that, like, I don't, I, I really try to avoid getting in Facebook arguments, like, um, like political arguments. I mean, I don't consider healthcare to be political. It is a political issue, but the way I look at it is not, well, I want the Democrats to win and, like, fuck right, right. Obama. Like, I don't <laughs> give a shit about that. Um, Obamacare was based on Mitt Romney's health care plan for the state of Massachusetts uh, state employees. So that was a Republican idea. I still think it was a good idea, you know? And I hate Mitt Romney, too. <laughs> so it's like, um, oh, by the way, Mitt Romney personally killed uh, Toys R Us, so direct your rage where it belongs. Everyone direct your rage, which means Bank that capital, he, also, he also killed the founder. Um, he, that's who, true, Charles who, who Lazarus. Died. Charles Lazarus, yeah. Um, and <laughs> if you have... If you, yeah, he's coming back, bitch. He'll be back, um, baby. And and if you have gift cards, they're done in two weeks, by the way. So oh, yeah, make sure you're getting shit. ready. Go blow that shit, and and then you know, the whole time you're in there, mutter terrible things about Mitt Romney under your breath. Mm. Can't believe like, that motherfucker know, um, took away my whole childhood. Where? I can't even buy action figures there anymore. <laughs> That's what you got to do. It's an action figure. It's not a doll. <laughs> It's a, you know, it's that kind of thing where it's like, um, you know, I wasn't anticipating this turning into a healthcare debate. It's kind of. Yeah, it really spiraled out of control. I think that I really honestly think that's the thing. Like every other fucking country in the world does it (laughs) like, uh, we should be on metric too. I mean, don't get me fucking started on that shit. Yeah. That's a whole, but can of worms, like, um, you know, when you look at some of this like negative ass shit and. You know, it's easy to shit on the place you live because you know a lot about it. And then right. you move somewhere and you're like, oh, this sucks too. This is terrible so, too. Like, that I mean, I happens. can't call and, the queen an asshole. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean I can't say the queen's an asshole? Literally blew Grimm's mind the other day when I was saying, he's like, they'll be like if someone was outside of the White House with a, I didn't vote for this stupid piece of shit Trump sign. And I was like, I guarantee there's someone outside, outside of the White House right now with that sign. Yeah. And he's like, what? No way. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely like, I think it's a good example. I mean, I, this kind of stuff, when these weird events like this happen, um, you know, it's that kind of thing where it's like, there's so many interrelated things and there's a lot of, he's, he's saying, move on. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's like a lot of, um, things that tie in and it's like, the shit's really complex and it's, uh, right. um, shit, I need to play Sea of Thieves. Thanks. Yeah, it's a good reminder. Yeah. I, I just can't get any friends to play it with me. Yeah, like, pirates I would, had really bad healthcare, by the way. I don't know. I could I could pick it up probably on PC and be happy with it, but I don't know if that's I don't, I don't know if that's crossplay. It's a whole thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we, sure. got, we got that. <laughs> if you strangely, we picked up a couple like viewers, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, I um, mean, with, with, without Grim here, we really spiral out of control. I don't know what's yeah. happening. Uh, uh, so that's all on him. You direct your rage to yeah. Grim Reaper Sage. 
at Grim Reaper Sage on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, where, definitely, that's who you want to talk to. He's I just turned into a good, PR uh, guy. I think that's a you know that's a good cutoff point. We we hit some major points. We got into some other discussions. I think like um, there's a lot of uh, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of debate to be had there. So I'm I'm happy to hear right. other people's opinions. I, I you know I'm uh, I'm not politically moderate, but uh, I think I don't have opinions based on what a party's platform is. <laughs> So, yeah, I I, um, I, I go that. out of my way to make sure that I don't have opinions based yeah. on if, if where too it comes many from. people of a given political identity agree with me, I start to like question my own belief. Right. <laughs> so um, yeah, we're gonna roll out of there at this. Uh, like we've covered it at this point pretty intensively, I think. But uh, right. yeah, we're, I'm definitely open to like converse about that. So like definitely email us or you know get on us on uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you know, it's this is the type of thing where like a really good solution could be not to not to say that nobody's thought of it, but a really good solution could be found by having a little discussion. Yeah, just by having a conversation like current, this without without like trying to like have motive. To I mean, do you can have animosity, but like sure, it's not a, it, the the win is something that everybody can share in this kind of example, like. The win is not getting gunned down when you're, like, going to school or going to work or, you know, crossing the street or whatever. Like, I think right. everybody can agree that they don't want to be shot at in general. Uh, maybe that's a key. Yeah. I don't it want to take be. that away from anybody. It's but, somewhere on the internet. Uh, I'll look that up later. You will? I'll write a report. Well, you know. But, uh, yeah, so definitely get back to us on that. But um, that's smart to not end on that because that would be a downer, I think. Right, right. So, I do want to uh, point out before we leave this page. Um, one of our uh, friends that we've had on our podcast before mm. has his kickstarted game on Game Informer right now. Uh-huh. Uh, right. It was right there in the link, uh, Dinosaur Island. You can go check it out. I think that's up for another like 14 days over on Kickstarter. Um, mm. And uh, you can kick in some money for that. Um, and they have a few expansions as well, um, like Duelosaur yeah. Island. Um, it's very so cool. some cool stuff. I was just, I had no idea. I actually mm. just put it on his. Uh, I, I just sent him a message a bit ago and was like, "Holy shit!" So I, it was up just a couple hours ago. Good, uh, good deal. Good deal. But cool. We'll move right along. Um, out of the like depressing shit. So Pokemon Go got like a mini story update, which was really. Um, it was talked about. They they just called them quest research. So if you're not playing Pokemon Go, basically what it's done is um, right above the icon where you can see what Pokemon are around you, there's a new field research and special research icon. Uh, I think mm. it's symbolized by binoculars. And as you spin Pokestops, you get field research quests. Mm. So it's like, get three great throws. Um, you know, catch four bug Pokemon. You know, just little things like that. And with that, you get badges. And then at the end of all of the badges, after you've collected all of them, you get a specialty item. Um, and then there's special ones as well that is more of a quest line. Um, which right now I think I have to... I had to reach a certain level, battle in gyms a certain amount of times, and participate in raids a certain amount of times. But the cool thing is, along with getting just cool perks and there being like a small story there... Um, they've also introduced Mew into the game, and you can get Mew, who is tied to um, uh, some of these quest research. Um, I've also heard uh, of Moltres being 
uh, tied to uh, some of the quest research as well. Um, when you have certain breakthroughs, that's what's called when you've collected all of the badges, you have a breakthrough in uh, the research. Um, and it looks like this is just straight up to stay, um, which is really cool. I really like there being something to do. They needed something else to do um, mm. within the game rather than just collect. I really wish that they would change their fighting system, but, you know, that's falling on deaf ears, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they've also introduced some uh, limited-time legendary Pokemon in raids, and as well, the next Pokemon Community Day... Uh, or, no, uh, they're having an Earth Cleanup event on Earth Day mm. on April 22nd. Oh, yeah, And yeah. you can get specific rewards for taking part in these things, um, which is kind of cool. I like that they're, you know, using their... Kind of like using their power for good, almost. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. um, if you haven't been playing Pokemon Go and you were a fan, uh, and you're in an area that doesn't suck and is small, I recommend you know grabbing it up and checking checking it out. It's um, mm -hmm. it's worth a play again for sure. Yeah, we were just talking about that before the show too, where it's like uh, I've been in like subpolar bomb cyclone conditions, so I haven't really been playing. Um, right. But I'm definitely looking forward to getting out and playing more Pokemon Go. Pokemon! So I'm, glad I'm glad they're adding a lot of stuff that it seems like they kind of have... Uh, they've needed some of the stuff, and it probably should have just been in when they launched. <laughs> right. But I'm happy to take it whenever they get to it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I still think my biggest complaint is me just, like, going... Uh, when it comes to bullshit about the, just mm. the battle system. It's so yeah. just weak... And they have a perfectly good battle system laying around, and it's been around since like 1997. Like, what are we doing yes. here? Just yes. let's let's do something, you know? Come I on. Agree. But we're getting story. There's something else to do. I like Pokemon. There we are. Yep. And for April Fools, um, when you look at your little Pokemon icon, and you're like, yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah, they put like uh, they turned it to eight bit, and I was like, that's funny, and I kind of like it. So all the little Pokemon icons are eight bit. Mm. Cool. That's cool. And then we have one last story. I think the one was... Yes. Um, so I'm not sure if uh, like how familiar people are with this, but uh, there's a game like an indie property that people have been waiting like a hundred thousand years for to come out. Right. Uh, Spy Party. Um, we finally have some info on it. Basically, what it is is um, uh, a, a bunch of. NPCs and players are in a kind of like a ballroom for the, the like the main map. Right. Um, and yeah, this is coming on uh, early access is going to be April 12th. So that's pretty quick. Right. Um, it's real quick. But, uh, you know, early access. So, so you know, you're, several characters are in a room and one of them is a spy. And at least one other is looking for that spy. So there'll be like a sniper and a spy or like three spies and only one thing. So like maybe you'll have to find the secret item that has a code and then you have to try to smuggle it out. But you're trying to look nonchalant and you're trying to look like an NPC while you do it. Yeah. So it's kind of almost like Assassin's Creed's multiplayer, <laughs> which is really like awesome. <laughs> and uh, like this game has gone through a lot of revision like this was being worked on a long time ago with, like, very simple graphics, and now it's almost, like, Sims 3, Sims 4 graphics. Yeah. Um, so, like, there will be times when you're playing the spy, 
you're like walking around or whatever and all of a sudden that red dot from the sniper will like come across and like land on your character and you have to like just sit there and be like an npc wouldn't be able to see the laser sight so i'll just stand here like nothing's happening and it's like that, that's yeah, absolutely that's, amazing that's really cool um yeah i mean there's a lot of it, it, it instills just like a little bit of gaming fear of like oh shit like but yeah like like you said npc would not react to that right i love that i love the like i have to look like a janky like idiot piece of shit yeah that's that's cool i wonder yeah. what the like i'm very interested to see what the um like constraints are for the characters and stuff mm-hmm. like that like i wonder if you have to pick a certain character to be that would just be at the party like you have like uh kind of like clue style i want to be mr green or whatever right um, or like are you a random character like how yeah do you get to work yeah. um there's a lot of really because everything they show is just like five people standing around each other mm-hmm. so like i'm really interested in how like some of the bigger stuff works um but yeah it's super interesting and like uh the potential for this game is really huge like if, if this works out, if people invest in it and they get some more money and everything, um, I'm really interested to see where they could take this. Because it, if you add in more little subtle things that NPCs can do, mm-hmm. that's absolutely amazing and I love it. Yeah, I'd really like to see this evolve into that, Like because I've always been a fan. I think we've talked about it a few times. Mm-hmm. That uh, that mission from Oblivion, where you have to kill yeah. everybody and be the and only not one. not be found out. Yeah, that's really, really, really cool. Um whether you know you're the killer or you know you have a group of it would work similar you know I'm the killer and now I'm you know just doing going about killing you know doing things mm-hmm. a different way um, I don't know that's that's interesting it would be cool to see a, a mode like that crop up in a game like this yeah I, yeah, I want to see this game I want to see more of this game for sure it's a pretty cool concept but yeah it's been being worked on forever I mean like um... There's some really old, like, early preview stories about this in different, like, gaming podcasts and news and stuff. So, right. um, it's really cool that it's finally hitting, and it, like I said, it's gone over a lot and a lot, a lot of revision. So, um, this, would, this nice. would be one of those games that they completely rebuilt the graphics engine mid-development. Yeah, that's nice. Um, it wasn't <laughs> out. Right, it, it still, didn't, yeah. Um, that's still hard to deal with. Yeah, that decision. So, For sure. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, and this is, like, I feel like this is one that you could just play on your own and you don't have to be playing with your eight friends. Right. But I'll have to see more. But I'm definitely excited. Uh, cool. It looks really cool. Yeah. has a few more chances to pop up on our uh, uh, on our podcast here, so we'll keep an eye mm-hmm. out on Spy Party. Early access, sure. April 12th. Cool. That pretty much wraps up our podcast. Um as always, if you guys get the chance, head on over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check all the top news and video game stuff over there. Uh, early look at uh, PlayStation Plus every month and uh, more. You can check us out on Twitter so you know when we go live and do stuff like this at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, and, uh, and as well, if you are listening to this podcast 
when it comes out on Monday or during your week or whatever, if you'd like to take part in it, you can always check us out almost every Friday uh, between, you know, roughly four and six is when we usually start. But follow us on mm-hmm. Twitter so you know exactly when we start. Um, and uh, you can get in on the podcast. You can hang out in the chat like we had Nips. Uh, we have Toxic Salad in here. A few other people stop by. Um, and you can chat with us. You know, have your voice heard on things that we talk about, which is really cool. I don't think a lot of podcasts do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, all the likes, comments, shares, follows, and stuff like that are appreciated. Uh, but for Mammoth Games, Inc., as always, I'm Night Swarm. And I'm Filtergord. Thanks for hanging out, guys. <laughs>